Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? gets me going man every day if you are having a hard time waking up just do a face shake it, it, it makes you feel good on the innards uh good lord <laughs> i was just imagining a call oh, with our gosh. our boss or something <laughs> I, I how did i know I how did i know yeah <laughs> no, you're not kidding you're kidding at all. Hey, Connie and Fish, who's this? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> That's pretty much how they go. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. We got hashtag blessed this week. We didn't have a meeting. What? Yeah, I know. I know. It what? was too busy doing things for the corporation. Get it. <laughs> Get it, boy. Get it. Uh, it's yeah. good for business. All right. Uh-huh. We're all uh, excited look, about it. Here's the deal. It's Friday, and at some point. Yay. I got to talk about wood. But first, how you doing over there, pretty lady? I'm good. Nice talk. I'm all good in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got a good nap yesterday. I got eight nice. hours of sleep last night. I know. It's wow. weird, right? Nice. Um, Dan made steak and potatoes last night, grilled some out. They were delish. Excellent. And what else? That's about it. That's you. Hashtag blessed. I know. You're covered. You are uh, good to go. She's rocking and rolling. Eight hours of sleep. Fresh. The live alert awake enthusiastic. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve over there. Baby on the way. And uh, another one in the Mm -hmm. the house. Yeah. I spent like three hours outside yesterday. I got some rocking uh, tan lines on my feet. For my uh, sweet, <laughs> the only exposed part of your stocks. body. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Tell me you're kidding. No, I got such an amazing dad tan. I have like the perfect farmer's tan. Uh, then my I'm tan only from the knees down, and then I have like two, and they're pretty Sexy. like they're like brown almost now. Like I, it's it's I don't tan well anywhere except for my feet apparently. Oh, so wow. I have like some golden brown. Uh, lines on my feet where the Birkenstock straps, uh, where there's the space between the Birkenstock straps. Right, right. Honey, Pretty don't amazing. You, don't you imagine, Steve, like, I, I, and I'm not even dogging you, just because I know you, this is what I imagine. I imagine somebody's in their house, and Steve's doing one of his walks with his dog and his beautiful daughter, mm-hmm. and they, they look outside their window, and they're like, oh, 
there's the guy with the sweatshirt, the hat on, and the Birkenstocks, <laughs> and that poor, cute little girl dressed in a sweatshirt, a hat, and Birkenstocks, <laughs> and the fun dog. <laughs> like, there they are. <laughs> no. That'll be fall. That's not, it was way too high yesterday for hamburger. No brother. kidding. Whew. And yeah. even remember how I was so excited about next week being in the 70s? That's gone mm-hmm. now. There's one day in the 70s and it's 78. Every other day is in the 80s. I know. In one day, I'm, that changes. Come on, man. Still, though, July is so far much hotter than August. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Well, I think we July. had like 20 days in July where it was in the 90s. Yeah. It's awful. It was crazy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, August is either going to be, uh, you know, trickle down or it's going to be epically hot. And so far, <sighs> knock on wood, mm-hmm. you know, we're good. No, it's definitely livable. And especially when it's not that humid. I mean, when it's if it's 85 out and super humid, I can't even handle that. You know, yeah, 80, yeah. 80 and humid. And I'm a crank. Yeah. But 80 oh, yeah. And it's funny because we're so trained. I think our blood is so thin now that 80 and not humid. And I'm like. Ooh, I might need a little sweater. And it's and me. A little sweater. <laughs> a little sweater. For your cute you know, little like arms. a light sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little sweater for your little arms. Jeez. Oh, but yeah, so all those 70s, I was so excited all week long because next week they were saying, oh, one day was like 73 and 75. And there were four days in the 70s and now one. Tuesday, oh. 78 is the high. But all the other days are like 80 to 84. I am ready. That's why I said I need wood. Connie knows this. I don't know if you know this or not, Steve, but once in a while before the show or maybe after the show or during or whatever, Connie and I <laughs> want night. during this night just randomly will talk on the phone just no, once in a while. No. Yeah, just once yeah. in a while. It's a true and, story, uh, Steve. You know this because I was already talking to you about it, and I know your de- your, your husband's got a wood guy, but yeah. uh, I I need wood, Steve, and, and here's what I'm saying when I say that. Not like I don't need you to loan me a couple pills or anything. But he needs firewood. <laughs> I need firewood. Uh, and uh, the, the deal is, I you know, I ran out now finally, okay? And I know right. fall's coming, and I'm excited. So yesterday, I get on Craigslist, and I'm powering through it after my dentist appointment, which was, by the way, respect to my dentist. They did a wonderful job with the wait in your car and, you know, yeah. come on in and cover your mask because you're going into a business and intentionally taking your mask off. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird now. You know, like, who takes I, their I, mask sure? off? Well, I do. Like in the waiting room, you my... don't. No, but when you're in the chair, like well, I'm no in the... kidding, fish. I know, but I'm in. I realize really? though, as I'm waiting. I mean, as I'm it's waiting... a mouth appointment. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> well, well, no bleep. But I'm saying Whoa. I'm waiting outside, and I'm like, I can't remember the last time because it's been months now, and it feels like years that I've been. You're going to go in somewhere, and they want you to take your mask off. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they did a great job, and whatever. And I'm looking on Craigslist for firewood because I'm like, I, I got to find something. You could get like, oh, this guy wants 125 bucks, and it looks like you can almost build a house with it and all that stuff. But I'm trying to find, like, there's so much. Uh, right. like, I, that's a lot. I don't need all that. We'll deliver to your area. Well, eh. But I need to find a, a good firewood hookup that doesn't burn too fast. And I ain't paying six bucks for a bundle of four pieces of wood. I just can't do it unless it's Well, aren't you supposed to get wood from your own area? Or is that like all downstate as an area? I, I you mean to support because I know a campground or? when you go up no, no because of what's in the wood. Oh, you know, okay. certain oh. you have certain trees, you burn certain wood, whatever. I don't know, um, but I know like most campgrounds, they will not let you bring your own wood in. They want you to use the wood that is supplied by them, oh, uh, cool. probably 
A, because of money, but also because you're supposed to use wood for, it's like honey. You're supposed to eat honey from your area. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I, that I, I will do that. It's true story. Mm-hmm. True story. True I think it's because story. there's like bugs living inside yes. the wood. And you're not yes. supposed to like transport bugs from one habitat yep. to another that could possibly destroy a bunch of trees or something. No kidding. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love that. Okay. So, so you don't bring the downstate bugs to the upstate bugs. I'm looking mm-hmm. for some local wood. Nope, that sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. Nope, you are. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put in the classified ad right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fish needs local wood. Call this number. So, but yeah, I mean, it's you want to try and find the right hookup. You know what I mean? Like a good spend 50 bucks and enough for the fall type wood. You know, it's not right. like we have a, but we don't have a wood burning fireplace. I wish we did. My buddy, uh, my somebody best in my neighborhood bro, does, and it's amazing. He, oh, uh, Jake the Trainer's new house so that I saw last week, Connie. Yeah. He has one of the wood burning uh, stoves that like heats up your house as well. It's like an energy efficient home. Right. right. And uh, it's, it's going to smell amazing this winter. His house is going to, I love that smell in a home. Now, when you have that, do you also have a furnace? Yeah, he's, he's got all the normal stuff. It's just extra. I wonder if everybody it. has that though. Like the house in my neighborhood that has a wood burning stove, I wonder if they, also have a furnace and everything else, or if that's what they use to keep their house warm. If it's what they use to keep their house warm, then they will have a, a massive amount of wood outside their house, and I'd be shocked, yeah. especially in your neighborhood. Yeah, like that'd be shocking. That'd be a good old Friday shocker. <laughs> so I, I'd, I'd really and that be would suck because you'd have to get up in the middle of the night and put more wood in. Oh, by the way, we got the answer you know. from a sister with a brain. The answer That's, to what? Uh, oh. To stop the spread of disease causing critters. Steve, you were right. All right. That's why it. you're not allowed to bring wood from the lower peninsula to the upper peninsula. Yeah, and I'm not even sure about like regions, you know, certain regions. Like if you're allowed to take it out of your region or if it's right. just downstate and upstate, or I'm not even sure what the rules are, but I love it. Oh, I love No, they're pretty stuff. picky about it. Man, I thought we just learned <gasps> stuff with you, like uh, in just a little bit, actually. We'll do the learning thing with things with Connie, but now we learn from Lisa, learning from Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I'm looking for local wood. Again, firewood. Got so, if you have local wood, that's his way of saying call me. That's what I, I want. Let me know or shoot me an email me. or send him yeah, a text or whatever. I ain't getting ripped off, though. Just help me fill my truck bed and I'll call it a day. Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to do. <laughs> he wants Connie. to fill his truck bed for $10. So, there you nope. go. I will that's pay fish. 75 bucks, but I'm not paying at $125. For your to... truck bed? Yeah. That's, that's a lot right. of wood, fish. Actually, uh-huh. For my truck bed, it's usually about forty, but I would—I know everybody's charging more now. Seriously, last year I got it filled for like forty bucks from a dude. Hmm. It was cool, and I gave him fifty. I—I I ain't gonna get cheap with helping the local economy. Hey, ten bucks is ten bucks, honey. <laughs> You're That's always like cheap. One drink at a bar. Fish, you've always been cheap. You will always be cheap. So come if on. If you were don't filling lie. your truck, at least bed don't for, lie. If you were filling your truck bed for forty <laughs> bucks, Connie, you would you give more than a ten dollar tip and make it around fifty? No, but probably I probably would have paid a hundred bucks online for that giant house, the, the the giant pile of wood that you said that you found yesterday. No, I kind of want it. Now you're making me want it. I hate it when you. Do I probably this, would have just paid. That. I mean, if you really care about your local economy, fish, you're gonna yeah, see, pay a hundred bucks. I'm gonna send and then you don't have to give him a tip. I'm gonna send Cotty a picture of where I said the wood, and it's gonna be taller than me and like twenty feet long. Damn, well, look what I made is, fish do. The thing about buying stuff like that to me is that it's not going to go bad. No, it's not going to go bad. It's not going to go bad. So you can have a giant pile of wood in your yard. You're going to use probably more than half of it. If you were to buy that $100 pile, you probably use more than half of it this winter slash 
fall slash spring. I mean, you use it for you use your fire pit pretty much year round, but for sure for nine months when it's not 90 degrees out, you know, I'll I'll tell you right now, we I I know what you're talking about. You're right. But I don't know where I would put it all. It was that much. It was insane. It was a great photo too. whoever stack high. Yeah. Wide. Yeah. I didn't. I have to do both with that. It's the thing was huge. It was like bigger than a car laying down and they'll deliver it to you. Yeah, that was hundred bucks. Yeah, no, winner, right. winner, chicken dinner. That's what I'd be doing. That's a lot of wood, Connie. And they'll be like, Connie, if you it's need wood, let me know. It's not going to go bad, though. Dan has... <laughs> this just makes me laugh. Dan, um, I think it started out as... Well, our wood pile in our backyard is where the previous owner's wood pile was. Because there was yeah. still wood out there. And, um, and they had, like, I don't know, a tarp or some sort of something over the top of it. So it didn't get drenched all the time, correct? Yeah. So then something, I mean, you know, our house is what, 34 years old and we've lived in it for six years. So it was 28 years old when we bought it. And so that thing disintegrated at some point. So, you know, I always buy, I replace my shower curtain liner, like probably every year ish. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) Dan took my, one of my old shower curtain liners and that's covering our wood. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Cycling. I mean, it just looks like yeah. a piece of plastic. It just looks yeah. like a piece of it's. It's a. Uh, oh, it's um, a liner. A white the... liner. Okay. No, it doesn't have like grapes all over it or anything. <laughs> oh. No, it's just a plain white liner. It just looks like a piece of plastic over it. But that's how he keeps it dry. You know. Oh man, I, I wanted some grapes all over it. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah, that would have been great. No, that was my story. No. Oh. You, I, could put, I, I, you could put some shower curtain liners in there. I have giant Save plastic tarps from when uh, Schmalicia used to refinish furniture all the time. So, yeah. you know, you just go get them for like five bucks, the giant plastic ones. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, apparently there's a list. I've got some great wood ideas already via the text program and the app. So they're oh, both awesome. working. That's wonderful to see. It's good to see that you're out there, click of six. Because well, I'm glad we can handle your wood that. situation first thing in the morning yeah. on Friday. Mm-hmm. I can go home could. now if you want. That's good. I'm yeah, good. I'm sure you could. Well, call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could. So, Steve, did you have a good day yesterday? I did. Yeah, I just spent a lot of time outside. Got that worked on that tan. I actually did. Uh, walked pretty far. So far that I had to call Brittany to come pick us up because I was too tired <laughs> to walk home. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's hilarious! Because we walked like a few miles away to a park that was like it's like way in another subdivision, like past some major roads and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to give shot to change the scenery. Are you yeah, too tired to nice. walk home because you walked that far? So you're too tired, or is it just too exhausting to get the kid back home and all the hubbubaloo you got to go through to do it? Well, and if you had to carry her home, oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, I, I brought the stroller too, so like she walked most of the time, but then I. Uh, towards the end, like what when I'm near a major road, I don't let her walk. I just yeah. have to put her in the stroller so that she, mm-hmm. just in case she doesn't do anything stupid. But yeah, right. so I I don't know. It was just super hot, and I didn't put sun. Yeah. The main reason was I didn't put suntan lotion on me, or uh, not suntan sunscreen on right. me or Charlotte. And her skin was starting to get red, and I, I was yeah. I just didn't want her to get like super sunburnt on the way home. So we right. hid under a tree and called Brittany. I'm like, come save us. Also, oh, make us lunch funny. when we get home. And then she made us lunch when we got home. She made us mac she and cheese. She did. Yeah. Nice. Cracked spirals. Oh, yeah. Were they good? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you That's judge the way awesome. she cooked it? Or did you actually let her have the uh, craft spiral win? I let her have the craft spiral win. I did make fun of one thing, though, because uh, I had uh-huh. some roasted potatoes and carrots left over that I made. 
And then yeah. I just uh, said that she should probably heat those up as a side. And then she did. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, did you make these all on your own from scratch? <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, I did. I'm like, no, you didn't. It was mine. <laughs> you know That's what really she did bad. make Thank from you. mostly scratch on her own? A baby. That's what I would have done. Two. Two. You had to work at that for like. A hey, Let's no, I worked at that for hours. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. You <laughs> yes. took you. I'm side Connie on that one. One minute. Uh-uh. Hours. Seriously. Yeah. Hours of good love. Okay. Hours of adequate Connie. love. Minutes <laughs> of average love. Yes. yes. Here you go. <laughs> hey, uh, in Toad's Trending, we're going to talk about AMC standing for a magical choice because uh, they did something brilliant, uh, and we are going to talk about it. It is a brilliant. Not in Michigan, though. They're not doing it in Michigan, though. No, but AMC Theaters, if you know anybody near, and it's, this is one of those deals, Con, where you get to watch from afar. It's kind of like when you're watching, like, a a couple, you're hanging out with a couple, and they're having a fight, and you're watching it from afar like a show, you know? You get to watch from afar and see if AMC Theaters starts a trend that will then come into Michigan. You know, I, it's, I think it's going to work. I think it's a really good idea. I don't know. I saw that uh, the governor was going to speak today, and I'm, I'm not sure what time. Steve, can you look up what time? Yeah, um, it, used to, it used to be she'd do it in the afternoon, but then it started being like 1030 or 11 o'clock. And yesterday we had the highest numbers, and I guess they did more testing in uh, one day too. Um, but I'm like, oh, man. It was like oh, it was 1,100 or something numbers for people testing positive. Good so Lord. I'm a, I'm a little nervous to hear what she has to say today. You know, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Okay. Well, I had my dental proctologist appointment yesterday, and they took my temperature, and I was a little bit up, and I was like, "Ooh, is that bad?" And they were like, "Nope, you were waiting outside in the sun." I went, "Okay." How they take your temperature? Uh, they uh, the the little machine they dab it on my head. Okay, that's good. Why? What do you think they because put? Because you said no. dental proctologist, so I was just. Wondering. Oh yeah, no, yeah. There's, 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 there's several the entr- there's oh. several points you can take the temperature. <laughs> but yeah. it was funny because I get into the studio this morning and I read that Dr. Fauci said that's not a good way to to see if people have COVID now. The backside? No, fish. The temperature. Taking oh. somebody's temperature. That's oh. not a viable way to to screen people if you're letting people into a business or you know. Well, you know, what's funny. I was filling out the form that, you know, people, if you, when you go back to your job, a lot of people are filling out, or if you go to a doctor's appointment, you have to fill out, have you done this? Have you encountered anybody here and all that? Right. And right. I'm like reading it. I've, and I've heard stories of people lying on that form, you know, cause they mm-hmm. wanted to do whatever they needed to do. Right. I'm like, right. you're kind of a boosh. If you Agreed. lie on that form, like it's not really cool to everybody else working there. You know, I agree. It's like, yeah. And so, you know, it's just cause you re- and it's all basic stuff. Like, if I encountered somebody with COVID, I wouldn't go, but my teeth cleaning appointment is today. I better lie. No. Mm-hmm. Now, the proctology appointment, that was a necessity. So, I don't know. I might do lie on that one. Well, but. Dan and I were talking the other day about what, well, and who knows? It could end up being both. But what situation would be worse if we were under the major lockdown that, you know, like March, April, May, June, July. Now we're in August. Yeah. Um, so, the, the lockdown like we have been in the past five months in the, at the time that it's been now from March through August or from like November through May, which time period do you think would have been worse to be in a lockdown uh, for you, just for you personally? Oh, just for you without personally. a doubt, November through November through May because of winter. It'd be nice to be trapped in your home, but at least you have the freedom to go sit outside or roll around in your yard or go for a run outside or whatever, you know? Yeah. 
I, I, I would say that. Mm, yeah, that's a tough one. Well, it sucks too because like that that's around the holidays too, and and then the extreme lockdown, they weren't even they're telling you not to even like visit relatives and stuff. Right. So huh. oh, we're not planning well, like, on a family Christmas this year at all. No, no, we're not. My Dan was supposed to go back and see his family in Wisconsin for a week. Um, he goes every year. He goes without me. Usually it's in June. Uh, but his mom and and stepdad, we call him Dad 2.0 because he really raised him. Uh, but his his mom and John, his stepdad, are like, nope. I mean, they're not even going to the grocery store. But of course, they were in the original age group that was people were so yeah. worried about. You know, uh, sixty five to seventy or whatever. So they they don't even. <laughs> Dan could go drive all the way nine hours to lacrosse, and they'd be like waving at him through the window. Like, what's right. the point of that? You know? Yeah, that's not. So worth we it. were we're not going there for Christmas. We're not doing anything. We're staying. Home. Yeah, that's us. We're too. probably gonna do like a quarantine Christmas where everybody agrees to not leave their home other than to get groceries for a couple of weeks, and then we'll and go. then you can all be together, and then yeah, and then nice. we can bring the family to my parents' house so yeah. that they can hang out with the, the grandkids. Oh yeah, that's true. You got the new mm-hmm. baby at then. So by then, well, unless mm-hmm. she's still pregnant, which would be really funny. For us. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but, since she's doing two you, weeks, you keep wanting this weird gestation period of like an I do. elephant, like an elephant, right? I, I do, right. I do, I do. It's so sweet. She's still pretty pregnant. Uh. It's because it doesn't have anything to do with him, Steve. I know. It doesn't affect <laughs> yeah, I want, I want Brittany to birth a little elephant too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Look Charlotte my was. Trunk. I mean, have you seen little elephants? I think I'd rather have a baby elephant than a human baby. No offense. They are pretty adorable. But they are pretty <laughs> yeah. adorable. I mean, I think you might have to have a serious sit down with your wife if she gives right. birth to a baby elephant. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a whole other day. A whole All other right, Steve. So, Steve has uh, movie reviews coming up in just a couple minutes. What are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about Project Power. It's a new movie out on Netflix with Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And then uh, The Silencing, which is a movie uh, starring the guy that played Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. So you Ooh. know it's going to be a million times better than Game of Thrones because that thing oh, sucked. Okay. Uh, okay. He was it sounds like a scary one. Mm-hmm. Is it a scary one? The Silencing? Yeah, it's a scary one. It, it, it's yeah. like a, uh, a thriller murder mystery with a weird um, killer in it. So. Okay. Should be interesting. So he'll review those coming up in a couple minutes. Now, Fish, uh, just so you know, I did watch, Fish told me yesterday, to watch The Lost Husband. Yes. The Netflix movie. It. Yep. And it was What'd very you- Hallmarky. So if you like Hallmark movies, it was it was cute. Did, was did you like the goats and how she sings to the goats? Did you imagine you I doing did. that? I imagined yes, I did. you doing it specifically yes, when I saw I that did. scene. Yeah. And the little twist twist in there, I wasn't expecting. So ah, I was wondering if that throw you. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit uh, of a twisty. Yeah, so that was good. Okay, movie reviews with Steve coming up next. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And here is your host, Dave. Hey, guess what? That's right. Still no new movies in theaters, but I've got a couple of new flicks heading straight to streaming for you this weekend. First, let's check out The Silencing, a movie about a hunter and a sheriff teaming up to solve a mystery about a killer that uses an Atlanta. What do you think he used? Yeah, in Atlanta. And he has Atlantis in his basement. Oh, he has Atlantis in his basement? I have some questions. You know that the suspect is in Atlanta. What's in Atlanta? Rotten Tomatoes scored the silencing a measly 17%, and Metacritic doesn't even have it listed. You can stream the silencing on Voodoo or Fandango. And the other new release this weekend is a Netflix original starring Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's called Project Power. If there was a pill that could give you five minutes 
of pure power. Would you take it? A pill that turns you into a superhero for five minutes? Uh, yeah, sign me up. You ever taken one of those before? It can make you strong, make you invisible. You never know what your power is until you try it. Ooh, I hope my power is to turn really sexy. You need anything else? No, I'm fine. Mm. Yes, you are. Yeah, like that. Project Power is actually getting decent reviews from critics, with Rotten Tomatoes scoring it a 73% and Metacritic a 52 out of 100. You can check it out right now on Netflix. And that's what's not playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me? That's Steve. It's funny, Connie. I was I was reading one of the answers for the text question of the day, which we post on all of our social media overnight, you right. know, every day before. And uh, looking at some of these, I know we're going to fire this out here in just a second, but uh, getting major flashbacks to my childhood already uh, by reading these answers. Text question of the day today is: What was your favorite part of summer when you were little? When you were a little uh, kid, little munchkin. Favorite year, part: Little chubby ginger arms flying Mine? around. <laughs> It was funny because I, when I was thinking about my answer, your favorite part of summer when you were a little kid, when I was thinking about my answer, every single answer involved water, lakes. Yep, me too. Um, growing up when we were at home and, you know, and I'm, I'm younger, summertime, I was at the beach. The beach was three doors down from us. And then as I got older, I was at the beach and or out in the boat with my friends, right? Because um, we had a boat. And then I've thought about every vacation we ever took to any place. A lot of times, West Michigan camping and boat lakes, Lake Michigan. That's when I fell in love with Lake Michigan. You know, yep. I remember I, I used to take my my soap and my body on tap. Do you guys remember that shampoo, Steve? You probably don't. Fish, no. you remember that? It had beer in it. And that's wow. how they that's how they marketed it. Oh, they were like, funny. oh, beer is so good for your hair. <laughs> Yeah. I don't that's even amazing. know if beer really was good for your hair. Who knows? But that's how they marketed it. And I would take that out into Lake Michigan and wash my hair with body on tap. Oh, lakes. that's fun. So for me, the answer is lakes. My favorite part of summer when I was little was every lake that we ever went to. Water. Lakes. Got it. Yep. Okay. I, yep. I had written down the beach or the boat or camping, but it equals lakes. Got yep. it. Yep. It all equals lakes. Okay. What's yours, Fish? Uh, well, you want to let Steve go first because mine's going to involve a song. Oh, okay. boy. Like that matters? Okay. <laughs> Steve, go ahead. Okay, my favorite was when me and my friends got old enough to where our parents would let us ride our bikes up to the store, which was a couple miles uh, away. Yeah. So we would always save up our money during the summer, and we would go to the baseball card shop, and we would buy a bunch of packs of baseball cards or, like, comic books or other stuff like that. And then we'd also stop at, um, oh, before CVS, what was it called? Was it like Arbor's or something? I can't mm -hmm. remember the name of the drugstore. I think it was Arbor's. Would you get we'd snacks? Go to, yeah, we'd get a mm -hmm. bunch of candy, and then we'd ride back and, and go to the park in our subdivision. And we'd all open our packs of cars and eat our candy. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Bike rides, long bike rides had to involve a stop at a store where you could get candy. Yeah, they always had to involve that. Mm -hmm. Okay, what was your favorite part of summer when you were little? Fish. Wow, Connie, that's a great question. Thank you for asking, by the way. Okay, mm -hmm. are you ready? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, the Camp Greenwood kids are the finest and the best. And I don't remember the words. Okay, so it involved, uh, <laughs> it, it definitely involved lakes and water, like Connie was saying. But yeah. we had a cottage in Greenville on Banks mm -hmm. Lake, and across the street was Camp Greenwood. And I'd go there for a couple weeks randomly, like one week uh, in June and one week in July or whatever. And yeah. I would go to Camp Greenwood, so camp. And then uh, even like as I was in uh, high school, 
and I became like a like a CIT type piece person or something, it would eventually would involve Mystic Lake up north, which is in Lake, comma, Michigan, not Lake Michigan, the town mm -hmm. of Lake. So mm -hmm. it was uh, camps, camps and water, like canoeing, meeting new oh, people, yes. or like we had a little camper out because our cottage was kind of a piece of crap cottage. It was cute though, but mm -hmm. we had a camper that I would stand with my friends outside the cottage. So we had a little TV in there and our friend, you know, I'd have a different friend come visit for a week. It was Yeah, awesome. it was like having your own place. It was like my own spot. So yeah, yeah so I'm going to say hanging with friends at the cottage. So there you go. All right. So it. text question of the day. We'll do it after 830. What was your favorite part of summer when you were little? I learned kid? something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? All right. This is the Friday edition of Learning Stuff. Uh, do you know who John Steinbeck is? Well, yes, uh, anyone, I don't. I know uh, that name. He Author? did a make some uh, uh, instrument. Uh, oh. Piano. No, oh. no, that no, that's a good guess though. Um, oh. He wrote of mice and men. Oh, oh, there it is. I knew that name okay. sounded familiar. Yeah, um, he was late turning in his manuscript for that book of mice and men because his dog ate an early draft. <laughs> oh, oh, that's amazing. my God! That's amazing. That uh, is awesome. Maybe <laughs> later on he invented a piano, but that's what, no, that's, that's Steinway, I think. Steinway, Steinway. yeah, Steinway. Stein something. Yeah, yeah so was, uh, John Steinbeck right. was late turning in his manuscript for of Mice and Men because his dog ate an early draft. Maybe that's where the whole a dog ate my homework thing came from. <sighs> you know, think about that, Connie. Like the stuff that he had written that he had because you don't remember everything. So then he's got to rewrite it. Right. And oh, oh good Lord. Sounds off. Like all the little in between stuff. Oh, yeah. That sounds off. Yeah. Not uh -huh. fun. Not good fun. for him for keep pushing on through and writing it anyway. Impressive. Uh, the House of Representatives expanded to 435 members back in 1911 oh. when the population was 94 million. Today, there are still 435 members and the population is around 330 million. Oops. Hmm. Problems hmm. there? A little bit. Hmm. Maybe just a little. Uh, until 1966, NBA teams could claim players. This is interesting. Until 1966, NBA teams could claim players who went to college within 50 miles of their arena before the draft. So oh, they didn't wow. have to wait till the draft to claim somebody. That's how teams managed to grab Wilt Chamberlain and Oscar Robertson. Wow. That's how they got Will Chamberlain. That's he played. That's really funny. <laughs> no kidding. Well, it's like Crazy. LeBron in Cleveland, if you could do that then. I mean, he did it. He ended up going there anyway, but still. Right. Well, he'd be like, no, we'll take him. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's LeBron. Jack Black's mom, her name is Judith Love Cohen. She was an engineer who worked on the Hubble telescope. No kidding. Well, that's pretty cool. You know, Jack wow, Black cool. may be goofy and weird, but he's actually a pretty good actor when you mm -hmm. really, really watch him. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Jumanji, Connie? Probably not, huh? No, no. Have you thought about watching the movie Jurassic Park lately for some reason? No, while it was recording the other day, I deleted it. <laughs> and huh. it was funny because I said, Dan, did you record Jurassic Park? And he goes, Fish, <laughs> yes. he, he goes, Fish was here 10 minutes ago. I go, oh, yeah, that's why it's recording. Because you recorded it. It was recording while you were, like, still here. <laughs> well, you were in the bathroom. I didn't birthday. have enough time to skip forward. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, oh, yeah, that's right. So I hit stop record any race because nobody Aww. wants to watch it. I've seen Jurassic Park. 
I I've know. I just, I tried to, you were in the bathroom. <laughs> I had limited time and I couldn't skip forward fast enough. He to does that myself. all the time. When he's here and he has a moment by himself with my television on, he goes and records all these movies he thinks I should watch that I don't give two hoots about. Yeah, she deletes them, but I know it probably makes you smile. So that's why it does makes me laugh. Ooh, she's peeing. I gotta go quick. (laughs) Oh, Jurassic Park. Okay. (laughs) And I am a quick peer, so that didn't give you a lot of time. You are. Real ninjas, they they don't wear all black. Mm. (gasps) What? No, they wear dark blue. Dark blue because it was a more effective way to blend in at night. Really? Makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite thing all week. I did not know that. I love ninjas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ninjas, real ninjas, wear dark blue. They do not wear black. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't know Um, that. Let's see. 264 years ago, in 1756, Daniel Boone uh, married Rebecca Bryan. And she was 16 years old, by the way. And their marriage lasted 56 years, and they had 10 kids. Wow. It's a lot of babies. I know. 119 years ago today, 1901, there was a nurse. Her name was Clara Moss, M-A-A-S-S. I think that's Moss. She was so determined to prove that yellow fever was spread by mosquitoes that she allowed herself to be bitten by one. And she was right. Sadly, she died within two weeks of being bitten by a mosquito. Isn't that, that isn't that crazy? Her last yeah. words were probably, told you so. <laughs> Clump. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Seriously. I could have been. <laughs> uh, 85 years ago today in 35, which was the year my mother was born, uh, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed the Social Security Act into law. That's amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Pension plans like for the elderly, creating unemployment insurance, that type of thing. Uh, 35 years ago today, Michael Jackson bought all the publishing rights to the Beatles music catalog. Ah, uh, that was most such of the Beatles catalog. Yeah, not all. Such controversy most. years later on that bad boy. Such controversy. Like, they, what was the controversy again? I think I Paul, forgot. The Beatles wanted their their rights. They wanted their music rights, and Michael Jackson was like, "No, I'm not stupid. This was a huge investment. Yeah. But we'll pay you a little bit more than you paid." Nope. And eventually, I think they got him. Paul McCartney owns him now. I think, but still, it was brilliant. So do you guys remember, I saw this on Facebook yesterday and people were talking about it. It was a news story and it was like, do you remember 17 years ago? Um, 2003, do you remember the blackout where 50 million people lost power? I swear, I do not remember that. Where were you you living at the time? In Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It didn't affect Wisconsin. No. Did it well, affect Michigan? Because it was a Michigan news It only station. affected it... Michigan up to, uh, like, right uh, east of of Lansing. Because I was um, home for the summer from college, and okay. it affected my parents in the metro Detroit area. And they, they drove to Lansing to get a hotel because there's well, see, still power in Lansing. And that's what I thought, because it was a Detroit news station that was talking about it yesterday on Facebook. And I was like... Okay, and that's why I did the math. I was like, okay, well, we were in Wisconsin, so even if it didn't affect Wisconsin, my parents were still in the metro Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember yeah. it. Yeah, but your dad probably. I feel like probably... I'm like this is news to me. I don't even. And of course, we would talk about that on the show. So I yeah. don't know. Maybe, maybe I, Connie, your it. dad probably built some kind of solar power generator <laughs> right, in right. five minutes, in yeah, ten minutes, or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. The guy was incredible. Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah, that okay. was crazy. Yeah, That's I don't crazy. remember that at all. So your parents went to Lansing and got a hotel. 
Yeah, I have, a long, there's, I have a long story. I don't have time to tell it, though, with that. But my friend broke an arm. We went to the hospital. Hospital didn't have power. Yada, 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 yada. It was all sorts of crazy. Uh, oh, okay. Wow. Good okay, story. so our last one today. Do you guys know who Bruno Kirby is? Fish, you might. No. Bruno Kirby. I mean, I guess I'm going to guess Kirby Vacuum. Bruno San no. Martino, I know who that is. He's a wrestler. No, but you'll know the minute I tell you who he was. He okay. played Billy Crystal's friend in both City Slickers and When Harry Met Sally. Yep. Yep. Now I know, you know who, who he is. is, right? Short, dark haired guy. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, he died 14 years ago today from leukemia. He was only 57. Oh, oh that's sad. He was a very good actor. Yeah. I'm going to double check to make sure that's who I think he is. Hold on. Yeah. Kirby. Mm hmm. Uh, Bruno Kirby. Because yep. I was like, who's Bruno actor. Kirby? And then when I saw City Slickers and When Harry Met Sally, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's he was only a, 57. I, he was also in Good Morning Vietnam as well, and The Godfather oh, Part yeah. Two, one of the greatest sequels of all time. Boom. Oh, great! Do you movie. think that was one of the greatest sequels of all time? Yes, it's, it's probably actually just straight up is the greatest sequel it is. of all time. Yeah, that's is it? it's touted as the greatest sequel of all time. Empire Strikes Back is up there as well, but mm -hmm. Godfather Part Two won like so many, you know, like Oscars and. So what I mean, happened got... in that one? Did they like kill people? The mob. <laughs> Yeah, the mob no. did a couple people. It's, it's when they went around and apologized <laughs> yeah. to everybody. Yeah, it's a mixture of when Harry met Sally and yeah. Okay, look here. Our text question of the day today is going to be a flashback for your brain. It's what's what was simply what was your favorite part of summer when you were just a little munchkin? It could yeah. be little can be 15, 16 years old as well. Like or eight, ten. Like Connie loved lakes. Everything to do with lakes, camping, beach, boating. Steve yeah. rode his bike with his friends and collected baseball cards and we had a little cottage and we'd go there and i used to love it my friends would come visit it was great all Ugh. summer long it was amazing i miss remember it remember when you were a kid don't you wish now and and i really feel like i mean i had a great childhood i had fun i i i was super happy yeah but i think back now and i'm like oh if i would have known what adulting was like back then i would have even been more happy Right, <laughs> well, I would have taken more advantage of. I don't know, been in the water more. I don't even know what I could have done. But my parents like, adulting were always, sucks sometimes. My mother had a wonderful eye for real estate. She really did. And yeah. if I could, like, for example, and Connie knows this for a fact. Many many years ago, they had uh, when they retired, they moved to a condo that they had turned into a rental in uh, Seaside, Florida, mm -hmm. Seagrove, Florida, which is right near Seaside, actually. And I wanted it when they sold it, but they didn't offer it to me. Like I should right. have bought it from him to this day. Even in my dad's life journal, he sources fish is still upset that we didn't sell him this condo. <laughs> Cause I, I, why you don't understand Steve. It would have been perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Connie knows. and Steve, he would have gotten a good deal. And we all know. Oh, oh no, I would have, I would have paid whatever they wanted to sell it for. I just didn't. At <laughs> yeah, the time, but it would have been way cheaper were, back then. Oh, hamburger. I know. Yeah. Back then we didn't have money. any money. Yeah, we didn't have the money for it, and I wanted it really bad. Connie went a couple of times, and it's, we had a lot of fun there. It's right near Panama oh, yeah, City. It was awesome. Whatever. Yep. But their cottage that has now been knocked down and a beautiful home's been built to where it was in Greenville. Yeah. I went I went and drove there after my mother passed away. And had it been the same cottage but just improved, because it was old, I was right. going to knock on the door and say, can I, can I, can I walk inside? Or can, do, I, do you yeah. mind if I walk around your yard? You know, because my mom had just passed. And I, I swear, if that thing ever goes on the market, I'll buy it. Mm -hmm. Just because I want that land. I no, mean, I totally get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would, I'd Ugh. live there in a minute. I'd drive whatever I needed to drive. I'd love it. 
Well, that's like oh. I even said, you know, Dan and I talked about it when because the my parents' house that I grew up in, blah, 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 blah. It's all it's sold and done now. And I even said to Dan, you know what? If I was uh, if we were working in Detroit radio, we'd be living in that house because yeah, I could would. be on that lake every single day. Yep. You know, it would be perfect for you and the memories and your and your mother would have loved yes. it. And, you know, uh, again. You would have gotten it for a deal. Would have been a wise investment, Connie. A Way steal to not move deal. to Detroit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dan's like, but yeah, then we got to live in the Detroit area. I'm like, yeah. You don't live in Detroit, though. It's 30 yeah. minutes away from Detroit. It's night and day. Yeah, but you night got that Walt, Walt's Coney Dogs or whatever. That place was amazing. Just I'm, ate them with That's food. my favorite Coney place ever. It's in Waterford. And, I'm, and my fear is they're closed for good now because every time I've checked, every time I've been over there, um, mm-hmm. And just checked randomly. They're not open. Oh, Originally, sorry. they were open during the pandemic. They were open and they were like, oh, we're just going to have weird hours. And they have a little teeny drive through. It's pretty funny because it's a little shack. And, yeah. uh, and so that was still like on their answering machine voicemail. But then I drove up there because it's right down. It's literally like a third of a mile from where my mom is now. And uh, they had a sign on the door that said, no, we're cl-. but it didn't say closed for good. But I have a feeling they're closed for good. I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be a great investment, Connie. There's your retirement plan. Buy that place. Buy Keep a little Walt Shack. Yeah. And run it. You could be Connie, Connie's Coney. Be great. But call it Walt's, I guess. <laughs> Always I wanted know. to do that. I know. Always wanted to do that. Someday. Someday will. Okay. Let's right now. What's Totes Trending? Totes Trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. A lot of people are talking about restaurants uh, right now, obviously. You're looking at, you know, you're trying to support your local economy, whether it's restaurants or small business, whatever it might be, or even chains, by the way. Because in a lot of situations, like, you may see a Little Caesars Pizza, but typically it's a franchise, which means there's a local person that owns it or may own a couple of them. And you're supporting local economy when you get Little Caesars Pizza as well. So anyway, I didn't want to get into that debate, but I did want to talk about this restaurant in Alabama. There's a couple uh, There's a couple in southern Alabama. They own a restaurant called Drexel and Honeybees. All right. It's okay. been huge for people during the crisis because it's donation based. Anyone can walk up and get food to go, even if they don't have money. Love that. Everything they make comes from an optional donation box. It's quite brilliant. What Drexel and Honeybee is, is a donations only restaurant. We don't have any menus. We don't have any suggested prices. Everybody gets treated the same. If you go to that box over there and you ain't got one red cent, nobody will ever know. Yeah, no one will know. I mean, it's quite brilliant. They're doing okay. It's not a story about them making uh, millions and millions of dollars. That was Lisa actually talking about how she and her husband, Freddie, like to do business which is we just want to help people and hopefully we can keep our doors open with your donations. Yeah, that's amazing. I, 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 I think it's Hopefully incredible. people are honest. Hopefully people appreciate what they're trying to do and yeah. are honest. And if I you can't afford it, it. But there is a national chain that did that in um, uh, on the West Coast somewhere and they actually made more money Oh than yeah, what they would have normally. Yeah, I was going to say, I swear saying, I've heard of people doing this before. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. say you go somewhere and you're 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 going to get food and it's going to cost you twenty bucks. And I see it's donation based. I would have no problem throwing forty in there instead of twenty if I yeah. have it. You know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of money or saving money, a woman at a drive-through of a coffee place uh, really didn't have enough cash on her to get her coffee. So yeah. in order to get coffee free, she came up with a really interesting idea. And it worked. Ninety six for just the cold brew. Yeah. Can I pay with my voice? With your wife. Can I pay with 
Yeah, she sounds like Scott Stapp from Creed, but what she did was she sang <laughs> for her coffee. And they didn't charge her. Yeah. They didn't. If I could sing poorly for coffee, I'd do that. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I think I was it was really say, funny. Yeah. 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 Come in my pain, my pain, Come in my pain, yeah. Singing this again with your yeah. Okay, anyway, uh, that's coffee. Let's talk about more ways to save money. The theme for Toad's Trending right now, at least for now, is uh, ways to save money. AMC Theaters, obviously a AMC theater chain, not everywhere, but it is America's biggest movie theater chain. Uh, they are reopening to audience, on, uh, audiences on August 20th. It's next Thursday. Yeah. They yeah. plan on selling tickets the same price as they were back when they opened their first theater, 100 years ago They've been around for 100 years I didn't know that I used to work for one In high yeah. school And I didn't know that What does AMC stand for? American uh, Movie Classics? American Movie I believe so I am 95% sure Yeah okay. It's a marvelous uh, choice though Is what it stands for In my head right now 15 <laughs> cents Is what they're going to charge For movies Now I want you to think about this It's 100 years ago Is what they charged 15 cents Now concession prices Aren't changing Which by the way I used to manage a United Artists Cinema after uh, high school. And I'll tell you this, movie theaters make the, the majority of their money off concessions. Mm -hmm. So like if you're going to pay 15 right. cents for a movie, and I think this is going to trickle through the whole country. I really do. If you're going to pay 15 cents for a movie, just know you're supporting your local movie cinema by buying concessions. So don't always right. sneak it in, right? Don't sneak it in. Yeah, it's, right. yeah it is a little bit bushy, I think. So here's an example, Connie. Of a movie from 100 years ago, back oh when tickets were 15 to 25 cents. Okay. It's, from the, it's a 1930 MGM film called Remote Control. I know that's 90 years ago, but it's as good as I could get. It's mm -hmm. called Remote Control, and here's what the movie is about. Here you go. What's the matter, Sam? Why all the gloom? Oh, I just got a load of bad news. The big boss was here, and he gave me a month to put this station on paying bases. Well, we're through. Say, Sam, how long have you been in the radio racket? About four years. Things haven't been going so good lately. Yeah, that's from, uh, it's about a radio station management. <laughs> By the way, uh, they always sound the wow. same. They really do. I was going to say, why did they talk like that back then? I don't know, Connie. I don't know. I guess that was what say people wanted Sam. to hear. Say Sam. <laughs> say Fish. How you doing? All well, is, God, I was yeah. having trouble with management. They were calling me on my telephone, a ring, 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 and I was like, yippity yap. <laughs> and they were like, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's it's really uh, cool, though. I love hearing that old quality. Just here's a couple more seconds of the crackle. Rotten programs and very bad announcers. Your worries are over. You're looking at the best radio announcer that ever pushed a verb through a microphone. Pushed a verb through a microphone. <laughs> I think the he best said a radio verb. team ever. I think a he verb. said a verb, not a yeah, verb. <laughs> I think he said a bird. Hold on. I think he said Let's a verb. It. You don't push a bird right. through a microphone, no. but you push lots of verbs. A, a 30 thing, a 1930s thing. You're right, probably. Right. Over. You're looking at the best radio announcer that ever pushed a verb through a microphone. Darn it. I thought it was a bird. <laughs> It would have been so much cooler if it was a bird. I'm surprised they weren't telling that woman to shut up and go get him a no sandwich, kidding. too. No kidding. Where's hey, my coffee? What's this dame doing over here? Tell her to go get us a sandwich and some coffee. Hey, sweetheart, just go shake the sound effect machine. We're about to start our show. I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's so true.
It's Connie in the corner with coffee and fish in the oh morning. Here we go. My, how things change. It was funny because one of my classes that I took, I had to watch a million movies like that, old timey movies like that. Yeah. And I had to pick them apart. It was a critique class, which fish you would have loved. Oh, I would have um, loved that. At Central. And <laughs> it's hard because you're like, what were they thinking back then? I mean, it's hard to oh, get yeah. just be, even beyond the the way they talk. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That was one I, and I thought that class was going to be so easy. I love to write. I love to watch movies, you know? And I was like, oh, this is going to be cake. No. If you got like a B in it. If you, want, you got a B? Really? Because you're think, really good at critiquing, too. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> if, if you want to watch a movie with old-timey radio in it, for real, and I, I saw it last weekend again. I've seen it before. It's called Seabiscuit. It's the horse movie. But it's got one of the best actors, the dude from Shameless. I think it's William H. Macy, I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. And he plays the radio announcer from when they were doing all the stuff. And he's yeah. got a cute little girl in the corner that does some sound effects here and there. And we'll come on the mic randomly. But he's like, there are thousands of people here. There are probably 50,000 people out in the audience. And there's like 100. Ah, <laughs> as far as the eye can see, all I see are people's faces. Ladies and men all together getting ready to watch oh. Seabiscuit. They've got a nickel in their hand and they're ready to go. And it's really neat because he's such a good <laughs> oh, actor. Cool. Yeah, I really dug it. And so back when they used to do that. all the commercials live and cigarette yep. commercials all over the place while they were right. smoking one. I know. <laughs> he's, he's drinking and he's like, I'll tell you something right now. When my dame gets me a cup of coffee, I like to have myself a nice smoky trade or whatever. Yeah, right. A nice camel. Yeah, that's right. With no filter so I can taste All right. the fire. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about football for a minute. Okay. <clears throat> I, I, none of us are Seahawk fans, right? I'm I'm not. No. 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 Kima Siv- Sivrand. He's okay. a cornerback no for the Seahawks. Um, he tried to sneak a woman into the team's hotel and they booted him. Wow. Wasn't he the they new one? They cut the- him. Like, not with a knife. I mean, they cut him from the team. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. cut him. <laughs> the way I said that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he's done. He, this guy wanted that chick in his hotel room so bad. Uh, he had her dress up in Seahawks gear so she'd be disguised as a player. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is funny. I mean, okay. he really wanted some bad. I may uh, be might wrong. Have... Isn't he the guy that was going to replace Russell Wilson in the future? Like, Russell Wilson, Connie, and I actually no, Russell... know because he was a Badger. No. He's a Seahawk. He's a, he's a quarterback. Russell yeah, I Wilson thought you is. said this other guy was a quarterback as well. Corner, no. fish, corner. Oh, corner. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Corner. I, corner. I was... <laughs> Sorry, Dan. There's other backs in football besides the cornerback. <laughs> nope, nope. Cornerback, nope. running back, nope. halfback. Actually, thought she said quarterback. <laughs> okay, yep. thought she said quarterback. I misunderstood. I apologize. We can stop picking on fish. Okay. So anyway, he snuck her so in. Yeah, in the he's outfit. done. Isn't that sad? He's no. done. So he's done. Yeah. You deserve it. Hopefully his football career isn't done. But yeah, he had her dress up. But the problem was everybody's got video now. And they went and watched the video and they're like, really, dude? Yeah. (laughs) He she was dressed up for Halloween. He should be done. That is stupid. This is not the time to do it. You know, it's like the NBA bubble where people were getting in trouble or whatever for trying to, the Instagram model got in there or whatever at the beginning. Going to strip clubs. Hello. Yeah. After a funeral. Which we all mourn differently, though, so I don't judge that one. I mean, we all have different ways to mourn, but the guy was coming home from a funeral and he went to a strip club. I mean, that's, you know, whatever, I guess, but stupid. 
I, I think, think he, he I think firing him is a great way to really make a statement, especially since football's probably not going to happen anyway. Yeah, like, I don't dude, hold either. out for two more weeks. It's probably going to implode anyway. Good no. lord. I was reading no. about uh, high school. A lot. I've been reading a lot about high school football, and a lot of high school coaches have been coming out on social media now saying you got to let these kids play for the seasons that are happening. Most, you know, some are already happening in spring, but for the ones that are throughout the country that are happening in the fall, they're like, please mm-hmm. let these kids play. They're they're not going to be able to handle not playing. Please, please, please. Even so. college, even college programs are saying the same thing. You know, yeah, they're like, we, we talk Mm -hmm. about these kids, like, you know, you you think about them as being like 30, 40 year olds. They're not, they're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old. I mean, they're still young, you know? And, and, uh, what I heard a coach the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but, um, you know, he was like, they live for this. Like, this is a lot of them. This is how they got to college. Yeah. They live for this. This is what they do. This is what they want to do with their lives. And you know, blah, blah, blah. He went on and on. I was like, wow. Yeah, I kind of. Think about the movie Rudy, you know, with uh, Sean oh, Astin. Think yes. about the movie Rudy. It's your senior year playing. You're never, you're not good enough to make it to the NFL, but you were good enough to be on the college team. And it's your senior year and you're going to lose no. it. Now, I know there's it's more to bad. life than just the senior year of football, but still, it sucks. It does suck. It, it, does it really suck. does. Or senior yeah. year in high school. Maybe uh, the guys on the team call you maxi pad because your mom makes you wear the <laughs> most amount of pads possible to play football and you want to play. Uh, yes, maybe that's, maybe that's what right. it is. Coming up in a couple minutes, we have to talk the story that I've been wanting to talk about for two days now. Nice. And we need to talk about it next. It involves a 20 year old kid, um, lots of women, and $100,000. Oh yeah, and his mommy. That's an awesome oh, tease. gross! It was super right. hot. We'll talk it about it hot. next. Uh. Okay. Text question of the day: What was your favorite part of summer when you were a little kid? What was your favorite Fun. thing to do? Lots Mine was answers. anything to do with lakes in Michigan. Lakes, lakes, and more lakes. Which yeah, is probably why Steve I love water ride, now. Steve used to ride bikes with his friends and go get baseball cards. I used to hang out with friends at our cottage or just chilling yeah. out, of, out of the cottage. It was a lot of fun. Good memories, right? That's what I'm talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so there's a 20-year-old kid who is from the Hamptons who mm. he's got great, he's going to have great memories someday. Oh, and, um, his mom, maybe not so much, but him, great memories, I'm guessing. So here's what happens. <laughs> he's in a store a couple months ago. He's, uh, he goes to school in New York City. Okay. It, you know, what is it, the Jutney? Is it, the, is it called the Jutney, the little boat they take? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so school closes down because of COVID, right? So he's in college. He's 20 years old. uh, Someplace in New York. York. So he goes back to his parents' house in the Hamptons, and he's been there ever since. So early on, um, back in, like, March or April, he's at a store in the Hamptons, 20-year-old kid, and he starts talking to this woman. Well, you know the Hamptons is just dripping in money. Oh, yeah, like, it's the Hamptons. Like, it's what the, yeah. I, I think, millions. like, more than L.A. money, more than Holly yep. weird money. Oh, yeah. Um, just dripping in money. So he's talking to this woman who is dripping in money. And they start talking about coronavirus. And he says, yeah, no, I don't have it. And she's like, no, I don't either. Um, and for who knows, somehow they end up hooking up. Wow. And she pays him five grand. Excuse me? What? Yeah. So then she, she tells all of her friends about him. 
and they start calling him. Okay, so wait a minute, hold on, backtrack. You're, Dude's twenty. He's in the Hamptons. He's chatting with a nice lady he meets. The yeah. billions of dollars live in the Hamptons. Billionaires live there. Yeah. Little millionaires, right? Absolutely, right. And he, they they hook up, and she says, "Hey, that was fun. Here's five grand to put towards college or whatever." Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then her friends start calling. Then her friends said, "Do you remember the movie Lover Boy with Patrick Dempsey, where he was a pizza guy?" Oh, my God. That's an old Yeah. You'd call the pizza place and order a certain kind of pizza, and then he'd show up at your house with that pizza and whatever. Yep. Uh, this guy, it didn't involve pizza, but it was the same thing. So last week, his mom oh, no. goes oh, into no. his bedroom and, you know, because he's back living with his parents because he's 20 and he's in college yeah. on a break, though, because college got canceled. Right. So he's back and he's living with his parents. And last week, his mom goes in his room. And she finds a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> like even though they live in the Hamptons, G's. like that's weird. The dude's got a hundred thousand dollars. So that's cash. twenty hookups. That's twenty he's, hookups. He's got it in his room, um, hidden someplace, and she ended up finding it. And nice. so she's freaking out, and she she screams for her husband to come in. So her husband comes in. Um, and I, I, they didn't say in the story whether the husband was freaking out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know um, if I'd be freaking out. But so <laughs> this is nice. what the mom, I, right, right. So this is, so a hundred thousand dollars this kid made in the last few months. Five grand um, to hook up. That's not from even women in the busy. Women in the Hamptons. Nice. And his mom is making him return all the money. <laughs> Which no. means um, people are going to know, you know, but I, I mean, it's a national news story. So people are probably going to find out who these women are who were. Oh, he's going to uh, make more money too. turn into a again. huge mess. But his mom, I mean, it's her, that's her baby, right? So you want to think about him like that. So that's you another know? good point though. Women are, people are going to find out who these women are and their husbands will probably find out as well. Well, maybe they don't have husbands. We don't need husbands anymore to have money fish. That's, oh, I know that. I guess I shouldn't have assumed that. But, you <laughs> Just know, still. With, yeah. uh, it, it, okay, so wait. Are maybe we they have their do... own money. Who knows? I don't know about the marital status of the ladies who are taking advantage of it. Um, however, the, the, the problem was those mom finds the hundred grand in his bedroom hidden. And so she's immediately thinking drugs. He's a drug dealer. Oh, stop show. Really? That's a good point. Wow. Okay. That's immediately so. what she's thinking. And he was like, no, mom, I'm not a drug dealer. No, mom. But he was trying not to tell her what he was. Where did you get this money? You're selling the drugs. <laughs> yeah, and he eventually I get it. had to because all the things that she was coming up with, you know, it was like, no, mom, I would never. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got to do a Connie fishbowl on this, Connie. Oh, we have man. got to do. There's so many questions, though. Connie Which fishbowl. question do you do? Uh, do you do, uh, would you rather have your kid be astute or a drug dealer? Or would you rather, or would you make your kid return the money? That's the one. I think that's the one. Would you make your kid return the money? I don't nope. know. Nope. No, you wouldn't? Nope. Nope. So again, okay, if you're just tuning in, 20-year-old kid at home with his parents because college got, was done because uh, of the pandemic. So he's 20 years old in the Hamptons where dripping in money, right? Like, I don't even know if you can live there and be a millionaire. You need yeah, to right. almost be a billionaire um, or definitely on the higher end of the millionaire status. Yep. So he's talking with a woman, older, wealthy woman. And when they say older, older than 20, I don't know what that means. I'm guessing like 45, maybe. Yeah. And 
talking to her in a store in the Hamptons and they bring up coronavirus. Of course, this was months ago and somehow they end up hooking up. She pays him $5,000 and then that's what he ends up doing for the summer is, um, well, her friends. And then mom finds a hundred grand in his room in cash in his room last week. And she's making him return every penny to the women. Okay, so the Connie and Fish poll right now is, would you do what this mother did? Uh, and if you want to throw in there, if you think it's a good idea or not. I mean, I think, don't even get me started. I think the kid's actually brilliant, but whatever. So pretend uh, that you have a 20-year-old child. Yep. Would you make them return the money? Yeah. You got a text message via the app. We got to do this poll. because I'm. And, and if you want to call in and voice your opinion Man. on this kid as a whole, I'm fascinated on that as well. And you can message and email and all that stuff too. But I, I, I'm curious to see actually your full take on this as well, Connie, because I'm curious to see where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you make your kid return the money? That's the question. We'll get back to it next. All right. Right now uh, we're having a conversation about a guy, a 20 year old kid in the Hamptons college student home for summer and because of COVID. And uh, he ends up starting a business. Wasn't even planning on it. Runs into a woman in a store. They start talking. Older woman. They start talking. Um, they end up hooking up somehow, and she pays him five grand. Then she continues to basically tell all her friends to call him. So last week, mom goes into his room, finds $100,000 in cash, and is so livid. She thinks he's a drug dealer. She's ticking off all these things, but never said what he was actually doing. And so he was like, no, mom, I'm not a drug dealer. No, mom, I'm not. Whatever. And uh, she's now making him return all the money to said women. So our question for you right now is, would you make your kid return all the money? And we've gotten a bunch of great answers on this, Connie, but I'm curious about where, where your brain is on this first. Like, would you make the kid return the money? Um, I don't think so. I think what I would do is make him declare it and pay taxes on it. Oh my God. And, and then pay me, um, a fee for housing his business. Uh, So I would make him pay me, um, what's it called when you pay rent? Rent. Yeah. Like (laughs) for the whole summer, because you were his home space for his business. So no, I would, I would tax him like crazy. I'd make him pay for the nose, I think. Cause it's already done. And the problem is busting all these other people. That's what my problem would be. Busting all these. Now I know when you're a mom and it's your baby and you're emotional, it's a little bit different. So it's kind of hard for me to say. Well, what you don't I want to do. get, you don't want to get on the bad side. Now think about this too. You don't want to get on the bad side because this is in the Hamptons, the Hamptons. Right. So you don't want to get on the bad side of all the other people right. on the Hamptons, but also you're now known as the mother of right. the kid who's doing that. Right. So you're his mom. So they're like, man, we love your son. Can we hire him to mow my yard? You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. You got that now making, but it's already tax. done though. It's yeah, already done though. So now you could make it worse. I don't know. I would actually make him pay taxes to me on it because you wouldn't be able to make him pay the government taxes because what does Why he not? declare himself as? He What does he say he's doing for that money? Landscaping. Then they, then they got it. Yeah, he is. He's uh, working for you. Something. I don't know, but he's paying some taxes because on 100 G's, him. he's going to end up paying about thirty five, thirty eight thousand dollars in taxes. Heck yeah, I'm taking some of that money and the government should get it too. See, I'd make Welcome him to tax. Adult. You want to act like an adult? Now you're getting treated like one kid. 
I'd make them pay taxes to us. Like if it was our kid, I'd make them pay taxes towards us and I put it to us and I put it towards, I don't know, property taxes of the multi-million dollar well, home in the Hamptons. They that's why in, I'm saying, you know, I mean, his business technically isn't running out of my house because he's living in my house. So yeah. I would charge him rent just like, you know, our radio stations, our company has to pay to rent the building that we're in. Yeah. Um, I would charge him what? Let's say 10 grand a month. So he's paying $38,000 to the government. Uh, cause he's now in a, a higher tax bracket cause he makes six figures. And then I charge him 10 grand a month. That's another 40 grand. So by the time he's done, he's got about 23 grand left. That sounds perfect. Steve in 20, 20 seconds or less, what would you do? I would not make him pay the money. I would make him hide it away because if he tried to pay it back to people, it would bring attention to him. The kid could go to jail for prostitution. Right. Yeah, it was that ankle too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's I like personally, I'm more on Connie's side, but what I would make him do is pay taxes to the family. And then I would use that money either A for his college, B, I would put it away and probably give it to him in the future, like when I kick the bucket, or C, I would use it to actually pay for our property taxes and the, the with the rent that he's doing or our mortgage, you know, on that house. So members of the click of six, Connie, you ready to hear what they wanted to say? Yes, I want to hear what a, they say. We got a ton. All right, let's do it. Okay, Uh, it's their house, but he is technically an adult. She shouldn't have really been snooping in his room, but no, I would not make him return the money, sister with a brain said. Uh, Somebody else said, hey, I am the mom of three boys. The oldest is 15. So really, guys, only five years difference from the guy in your story. If I found that money in my 20 years old room from being naughty with the neighbors, right? I would not make him return it in all caps, not. I would Mm -hmm. let him know I was disappointed in a way that he was abusing his body. But he would for darn sure uh, be paying rent and paying for his own college, which I love. That's from Blonde Mom via the app. Another yeah, and that word a... disappointed from a parent to a child, that's such Oof, a great word. It's a whammy. Somebody says they're disappointed in you as opposed to they're they are just mad at you. It's a oh, whammy. Yeah. I can't wait it's to use that one. in Charlotte. I'm not mad. I'm just <laughs> disappointed. Oh, yeah. That'll be awesome. <laughs> that, that word, man. That's a great parental word. Okay, yep. go on, Fish. Uh, I have a 20 year old son, a sister with a brain said via the app, free download, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I would not make my son return the money, but I would be very embarrassed, actually. Uh, then I would pay off my own debt. LOL. I would use his money to pay my own debt. Okay, we have so right. many via text. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> uh, somebody says if he wants to give anybody anything, he should give his dad a big high five. Hamburger, Timmy. That was a good one. I like that one. Timmy <laughs> sent that one. Timmy. Uh, somebody, Timmy. Somebody else Timmy. said, uh, no, I would not make him return the money. Not many people are making him return the money, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I would not make him return the money, but I would make him put it towards student loans or any other debt that he has, like physically make He's it. He's from the Hamptons. Like, I'm guessing they don't have a student loan program on the Hamptons. Hamburger, Just guessing. Right? They're so dripping in money in the Hamptons. I'm, I'm just guessing. Maybe some people make their kids pay for it. Who knows? But T- Tell me when you're ready for the whammy. Because okay. a sister with a brain did send a whammy, but I have another 20 texts. So I'll share a couple more with you, okay? Share share a few more and then the whammy. Okay. Uh, okay. Somebody texted and said, I don't know about the Hamptons, but at least in our state, they'd probably give him a 1099. So we better get be careful. He's probably right. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll read this one before the whammy. Somebody said, I would not make him return the money. One, he's 20 years old. He's not a teenager. I'm uh, not saying that I'd be happy with him. Two... He is still learning, but returning the money could ruin his college career and future careers. Good point. Three, it could ruin marriages, and he may have had no idea they were married. Four, uh, they have five here real quick. Four, uh, also they can, uh, he could go to jail because it's illegal what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And five, what 20-year-old boy wouldn't hook up with older women for five Gs? 
hamburger on that one. Right. Yeah, seriously. No kidding. And then finally, uh, again, I'm sorry I didn't get to all your texts, but or we didn't get to all your texts, but finally, Connie, yeah. about the 20-year-old who hooks up for 5Gs and has- Made 100, 100 grand, grand this summer hooking up with ladies in the Hamptons. Somebody said, that kid is a whole grown-up. How he chooses to earn his money is his business. He is a consenting adult, and if he chooses to use his body for the summer for extra cash, then it is up to him. However, I would not make my kid return the money, but I would ask him to buy me an extremely, extremely nice purse. Okay. <laughs> okay. The nicest of nice. Yes, twenty thousand dollar purse. There you it's go. It's all about priorities. Absolutely. Hamburger. All right, random textos next though. <laughs> what was your favorite part of summer when you were a little kid? It's our text oh, question. Man. Today. I can't mm-hmm. wait to relive some of these stories. Somebody just uh, emailed in a photo. You can email us. It's email, E-M-A-I-L, email at ConnieFish.com. And somebody emailed in a photo of them riding a motorcycle with their dad. It was super cool. I love old-timey photos, oh. too, the quality. So it's my so sister-in-law, uh, my sister-in-law grew up, her dad had Harleys. Oh, and nice. she he got her riding motorcycles when she was a little girl. She was riding with him, and then when she was old enough, she had her own, et cetera, et cetera. And it, she has this photograph, um, a montage of photographs actually hanging in their house. It's so cool. It's her sitting on a Harley when she's like six. And then another picture of her sitting on a Harley when she's like 20. And then another one of her on a Harley in her wedding dress. Oh, oh. that's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yes, that's hot. Yeah. Too, Such by a the cool way. picture. Yeah. Super hot. And she is <laughs> And hot, she's beautiful. So. Yeah. She's yeah, beautiful. it helps. It does help. <laughs> All right, let's do the rando. Here we go. Oh, no, wait, hold on. Now we're going to do the rando. We're doing uh, it now, though. Oh, well, There's the button. Oh, wow. You mad? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I nailed it. All right. <laughs> Push the wrong button. Rando texto message via Apo. <laughs> That's the most important thing. It's a free download in the Apo store. The app is. And you can send us an email. You can send us a text. You know the drill, right? Well, here we go. Let's talk about uh, speaking of marriages. We were talking about that a little bit ago. Uh, my best friend is getting married in several weeks. I got an email from him yesterday saying he wants every groomsman, like myself, the person that sent the message, to take a rapid coronavirus test the day before the wedding. Now, Connie and Fish, here's the problem. It's going to cost me 150 bucks, and I think my friend should pay for it. Mm. <clears throat> what? He is refusing and says, if I want an open bar, then I need to pay for the coronavirus test myself. He invited me to the wedding, so he should be responsible for paying for the test, he goes on to say. I'm already paying for the tuxedo rental and other costs. He says there are always costs associated with being a groomsman and someone's friend. I want to know, is he right? Am I being cheap? Who should pay for the test? 150 bucks. So a rapid COVID test. So because you could get a regular one and get the results the next day, but he wants the results in a timely fashion. So they pay for them. I've never heard of this. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe it's got lost in translation with all the other stuff. I don't know. Yeah, this is the new world right here, man. You're getting married again. Guys are groomsmen, (sighs) so they're going to be all up close and personal. He's not asking me to quarantine or anything like that. He's saying all groomsmen, and I'm assuming bridesmaids then as well, will have to get a rapid COVID test the day before the wedding. That they're going to have to pay for 150 bucks. Now, I will say this. The wedding that he's going to, you know, he's paid for the tux rental and whatnot, but the wedding that he's going to 
does have open bar. And that is not cheap. So it's clearly a pricey wedding, right? What do you think you should do? Mm. Who's right? Man, I'm so torn. Well, I wish I knew if the wedding was indoors, outdoors, um, how many people were going to be there. You know, I wish we knew more information, but. I'd like to point one thing out, though. The guy that sent the message before anybody might dog him, I want to point out. The guy that sent the message, never in the message, says, I'm not going to be in the wedding because I'm that mad. It's who should pay the 150 is what he wants to know. They're both members of the clique of six people that listen to the show, and they're both listening. So they really want to know your take right now. <sighs> right now. Now, me. Is this kind of thing can ruin a, a friendship yep. for life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Over 150 bucks. But the other issue is you can't help how you feel. If you feel like the, you're being taken advantage of because he's debating everything else that he's already paid for as a groomsman, he knew he was going to pay for. He knew he was going to pay for a tuxedo. He knew he was going to have a bachelor party. He knew he was going to this, that, the other thing. He yeah. knew he was going to pay for that. Why is he just now telling him that it's 150 bucks? He should have told him this, um, that he they wanted this before they even, before, you know, when they asked him to be a groomsman. Like, here's the deal. I want you to be, I want you to stand up for me. But this is what you're one of the things that you're going to have to do. And then he yeah. could have decided that. And that's bad planning on the on the, the bride and groom's part, in my opinion. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah. Um, What do you do? Do you just suck it up and pay for it? Steve, do you know? Do you know what you would do? Uh, I mean, I would just suck it up and pay for it personally. But I also ate $1,000 and didn't even go to a wedding. That was a destination wedding because I... Um, oh yeah, I remember this story. because oh geez, I can't, I can't uh, remember it's exactly how it worked. Okay, so I I had my tax returns coming, and I or no 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 I was planning on using my tax returns to pay for the flight, and I booked the hotel tax returns. I ended up getting a lot less than I thought, and it was already after the time period where I couldn't cancel the hotel. Right. So I dropped a grand in the hotel, but then couldn't afford the flight. So then I just ate the cost. Ugh. And then me and my friend are still really good friends, so I got no problem beef with her or anything. And and I mean, she tried to help me out a little bit to get my money back. They ended up giving yeah. me a thing. We're like, oh, you can give it to somebody, but nobody wanted it. Wanted but really, it, that so. was your fault. I, I just eat it. It was my own fault. Yeah, but but yeah. I, even with in this case, I I still just eat the cost just because of a friendship thing. Because if you're in the wedding, then I'm you're assuming that you're pretty good friends with the person. So I just yeah. suck it or, up for their for or their. Or you big had day. you know they had to make up a number on one side. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you we don't, don't know. know. That's true. That's I mean, true. so yeah, yeah. But I'd eat my the problem cost. with this, my whole problem with this is the late notice. That's my whole problem with it. Seems sneaky to me. Um, it seems like in this world of pandemicville, you would think about that before this. Now, maybe not when you asked him to be your groomsman, because maybe that was a year ago. So yeah, that's true. I take that back because that could have been two years ago. Who knows? People plan weddings for a long time. And Fish, it is what do you his think? best. Well, it's his best friend. He says at the beginning, my best friend is getting married in several oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just paid. So and, and he just got the email again. They both listen. I think here's the deal. I've been in two weddings in the past couple of years. One of them was a split wedding where they got married. And then three months later, they had a reception. So uh, technically, you could almost say three weddings and I would eat it. I would pay the 150. I would be a little irritated by it. I would yeah. say, hey, can't I get one of the free ones first? Why are you so big on the rapid? He would say, we want to know day before for whatever reason. And I would just eat the 150 bucks. 
it, it's uh, there's a lot involved in the wedding and the costs. So personally, I, w- I would just pay for it. I I, I want to in my head. I want to make your buddy pay for it, dude, because he's getting married and it's his and his bride's choice. But in this oh. weird time, now I'll tell you this: if I was going to a wedding. And they wanted me, like, I'm going to a wedding on my birthday this year because someone we love and care for is getting married that day. So, uh, I, I'm, you know, if I was going to a wedding and they said, you have to get a rapid COVID test to come to this wedding, I'd go and pay 150 bucks. I wouldn't but, go because we're not that But here's close. the thing. What, what's the difference? I mean, if they're making the wedding party get rapid COVID tests, they, sh- they better be making everybody else get them because what's the point? I think they're. I think it's because they're that close. Like they're maybe they won't hug at the wedding, but you know, with the groomsmen's, you're high fiving and you're closer. It's a matter. You're all in the same room. Maybe you do photos like next to each other without masks. Yeah. too might be a thing. There you go. Well, and you're all in the same room, i.e., Harper's Bar in East Lansing. Let's not forget how many yeah, people got true. it from one person who had it in there. One person. So yeah. Yeah. Mm, I hope everybody's getting it. My best friend. Yeah, I would eat it. I would eat the money okay. to do it. Here's the deal. We want to get your take on this. A ton of people are messaging in already for this rando text, and we're going to get to him in just a sec. But more or less, this best friend's getting married several weeks from now. Yesterday, he gets an email, and the email says, hey, dude, you need to get a rapid COVID test. And the guy's email's back. He's like, bro, like, that's 150 bucks. You're paying for that then, right? No, dude, you're going to pay for it. We have open bar. Well, okay, he wants to know what he should do on that and get your take on it. I'm curious about people that think he shouldn't pay as to why. Mm. Yeah, and we are starting to get some of those as well. So we're going to get to those in a sec. Ooh, that's a good one. That's kind of mean. All right. Okay, we'll get to those next. You can weigh in. Look, we're doing a rando text right now. We'll get to the text question of the day in a little bit, which which was your favorite part of summer when you were little. But we're doing a rando text right now. And I got to be honest, Connie, I think, I'm I'm guessing here, but I think either the bride or the groom that we are talking about texted it. So I'm excited to share some of these answers in. So if you want to set her up for us, yeah, there's some really good ones in here. Interesting. Okay, so a wedding is happening in a few weeks. Uh, uh, we got an, uh, an email that said, my best friend is getting married in several weeks. I got an email from him yesterday saying he wants every groomsman, like myself, to take a rapid coronavirus test the day before the wedding. It's going to cost me 150, bu- 150 bucks. He said, I think my friend should pay for it. He's refusing and says, if I want an open bar, then I need to pay for the coronavirus test myself. So there's a problem. Who's going to pay for it? And they're kind of letting our show settle it, which scares me a little bit, but. I think it's awesome. Uh, I'll tell you yeah. this. I'll tell you this. Uh, a couple people said split the cost, but uh, most people have said uh, what Kevin said, which is the groom should pay. If not, uh, you know, hit the bar as much as you can after you pay. Have fun paying for that, you know, because you're going to get. Kevin said, I'd get my 150 bucks back at the bar, the open bar. Uh, <laughs> somebody else said. I think it should be the groom that pays, which is the com- most common thing. What's the yeah. difference between groomsmen's or bridesmaids? Are you asking the guests to take a COVID test as well? With that, See, we don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. That's not even in there. I'm, I'm uh, assuming everybody is because if you're all in a room together, you should be taking one. If, if you're making 10 people take one, the rest of them should take it too, right? Quite a few days. Yeah, I agree. Connie, quite a few people did say, take the free test and quarantine yourself. So yeah, that's kind of think... what uh, Michelle called in earlier and said that to me as well. Well, yeah, yeah like if of... the wedding's on a Saturday, take yeah. the test on a Thursday. You find out Friday or even take it Wednesday and find out Thursday. Don't go anywhere Friday. I don't understand why they have to do it the day before. 
and get well, the results. It's just an honesty it's thing. It's like take the test of, you know, however long, quarantine yourself. We're asking you to do that. Because a lot of people have said, guys, 150 bucks is a lot of money. Now, someone else did say it should be, a, if they're doing a wedding during COVID, throw them a bone and spend the 150 because there's a lot of stress involved. And here's the interesting one that I wanted to share. Uh, uh, it says, I feel like, I think this is from one of the people. Tell me if you think I'm wrong here, Kanye. All right. Okay. I'm going to read this verbatim, word for word. Here we go. I feel like there isn't a clear cut answer or expectation for this because a pandemic is not planned. We chose our people right. last year, so it's hard to tell if it was short notice or not. Yes, right. I understand $150 is steep, but if it helps to put the bride and groom at ease of mind during their big day, suck it up and pay for it. I would be annoyed as well, and I understand that, but what else can you do? We're in a pandemic. It's well, a difficult if the bride situation. and groom are that distressed, they should bump their wedding. It goes on sorry. to say, though, and it, they do say it's a difficult situation, to be honest, and I'm sorry, but planning a wedding during a pandemic is stressful AF. So AF. A- no, oh, just AF. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I'm not hip. So. The wedding that I was in last weekend, I was a matron of honor for one of my best friend's weddings. Um, it was planned for June, and they canceled that one. Was yeah. it stressful? Yes. So they canceled that one. Um, that one was supposed to have 200 people-ish at it. This one had about 20 people at it. And the reason they wanted to get married quickly is because he's in the army and he's going overseas September 1. So she wanted to be, they wanted her to be on his insurance and benefits and all that sort of stuff before he left. Yeah. Um, if she had asked me to pay for something, I totally would have. But to be honest with you, if you are that nervous and you think you are not doing what you should be doing um, as far as COVID is concerned, I don't care if it's a wedding, going yeah. to any sort of event, to a party, yeah. don't go. Yeah. Cancel it. If I was getting Sorry. married and my, I know it's stressful, but life is stressful. So if I was getting married and my best man was like, dude, I am sorry, bro. I love you, but I am not comfortable with COVID wedding. I'd be like, I understand. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I, I, that's what a true friend would do. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be upset about it. I do. Yeah, think she had I'm, some of her friends. The wedding I was in, she had a few friends who and, and they had a, obviously 20 people, a very small guest list. Once you got beyond, um, you know. Grandma, grandpa, aunts, you know what I mean? So there was yeah. a very small friend guest list. And she had a couple friends who had said they were going to come and then backed out and did not come because they were nervous about being there. Well, and think about it this way, Con. You've got 150. Again, we're talking about this guy that his best his best friend is getting married and has said, you're groomsman. I need you to get a rapid COVID test. It's 150 bucks. And he yeah. wants to know yes or no. Let's say the average wedding has three on each side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three yep. bridesmaids three groomsmen that's six people times $150 that's $900 so now the bride and groom have to spend an extra essentially thousand dollars roughly right or can you just throw 150 down and do this so but I would actually just ask why not just say dude can I just get the normal test and I'll quarantine the crap out of myself I I don't know why you wouldn't do that yeah I don't know yeah there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fascinating. I have no I idea. I mean, this. I can't answer those questions. I have no idea. We don't have a lot of information that I feel like we need to have to make educated decisions on what we would do with this. But if you're that afraid of of this virus, I would be canceling my wedding or going to the courthouse. Well, and that's let's just be me. Honest. That's what I would be doing. I would be canceling it and going to the courthouse. Sorry. Know what I would, know what I would do? You know what I would what? do with this situation? I go, bro. I'm totally gonna pay that 150 bucks. 
after you confirmed to me that for your wedding night, you had your wife get a bunch of other tests done to make sure she doesn't have any diseases she's bringing into your wedding. So okay. if you can go ask Are your you fiance uh, to get right. tested for some other stuff. No. Let's peek what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. <laughs> and so that shocked that you went there, Fish. Awesome. So surprising. That would be amazing, though. Oh, that'd be great. All right. Uh, totes trending, man. So much to go on. And Connie's going to tell you a couple ways to relax here and just to maybe to relax. Stupid that is. ways. Stupid ways to relax in just a sec. <laughs> Uh, but first, I got to talk about pets and homeless people and whatnot. So let's talk about this guy in Florida. He got arrested. <laughs> He's kind of brilliant. He got arrested after he got into a soccer stadium in St. Petersburg, and he lived in one of the luxury boxes for two weeks. It was clear that someone had been living there. There were blankets. There were personal items like shaving cream and things that someone had been using. This man had been walking around, going to the merchandise store, wearing the merchandise, and going where the food is kept, and really just made himself at home in the stadium. Nice. Way to go, buddy. Mm. Got in. The stadium shut down. No one's working because COVID's going on, and he's like living, living in luxury, literally, the luxury Weird. box. Very creative. Uh, also uh, creative was this weird uh, well, a guy in Boston. He met a woman on a dating app earlier this week. She invited him to her hotel room. Then she robbed him using a pink taser. That's right. She stayed in the room afterwards, so the cops obviously found her and arrested her. He was like, she was in room 333. They went up and knocked there. on the door. And she, oh my but my taser's pink. Look how pretty my tether is. <laughs> so be careful when you meet people on an app. And finally, uh, speaking media of meeting people, kind of a lot of people haven't been uh, meeting people during the whole pandemic because of lockdown, quarantine. It's tougher to meet people. Right. And right. they've been staying at home with their pets. All three of us are pet owners. 41% of pet owners say their dog or cat has actually uh, given them somebody to talk to. When they've been stuck at home during the pandemic. <laughs> Literally, that's their friend. Yeah, so you sit down, you have a nice conversation with your pet. and I uh, talk to Kevin anyway. Do you find Don't you talk, talk to, to You talk to Barrett. I do, but I find no, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm with actually more, have so. I don't have actual conversations with Kevin. I'm doing the same kind of talking that I always have. Like, my don't you want to come over here and sit with mommy? That kind of stuff. Well, but I'm not sitting there going, <laughs> That was wow, weird gibberish at the end, I think. I yeah. really wish that I could get out and go to a store right now. and blah. No, I didn't have those kind of conversations. Connie, the uh, show Family Guy, has a woman named Lois and a dog named Brian. Yeah. On the, and the show Family Guy, Brian, speaks. All right? Right. Right. Here's Lois talking to her dog. This is how most pandemic conversations have been going on. Here you go. Oh, okay. I'm so mm-hmm. bored. I have nothing to do. We could get hammered. That's pretty much how it goes, I think, during pandemic. I'm bored. <laughs> I have nothing to do. What do you think, Barrett? Let's drink, uh... Daddy. Okay. That's pretty much how it goes. With hmm. alcohol consumption and soda consumption through the roof, you're welcome. There you go. Hmm. Um, can we talk about the fact that tomorrow's National Relaxation Day? Sure. Well, relaxation it music? is. I don't care if you want to give us some relaxation music. No, it's going to make us sleepy. Oh, okay. Right, it's not I'll... relaxing. Uh, Do you have, like raindrops or something? Raindrops. Yeah, I got that. Hold on. How's this one? 
I'm just going to take a, a nap till a dance party. Yeah, lose them all. Oh. They're just, all they're going to do is make us tired. So <laughs> I was reading, I was reading about National Relaxation Day and um, some suggestions that somebody who wrote this article had about five things that you can do tomorrow to help you relax. Okay. <laughs> and oh I was boy. like, these are lame. Now you tell me. Now there's one that I think is okay. 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 One of them is to, to, to relax tomorrow on National Relaxation Day. Get a house plant. Okay. And then? Plants help just, you relax, I guess? That's it. Just Studies have it. shown that patients in hospital rooms who have plants report lower stress levels. That makes so sense. So if you get a plant and just sit it in front of you, it might improve quality of your air. If you're at Connie's <laughs> house or Steve's house, I think it makes sense. If you're at Fish's house, it'll die. So I would not. <laughs> it'll die a horrible death, too, somehow. It'll, like, catch yeah. fire. Yeah, Tomorrow for National <laughs> Relaxation Day, um, this author is suggesting that we drink green tea sweetened with honey. Mm. It can help mm. lower your heart rate and blood pressure um, and reduce inflammation because honey can do that. Yeah, honey Lame. Can. Lame. Yeah. Lame. <laughs> Give yourself a hand massage. Lame. Yeah, right? these it, are dumb. it does not feel as good when you do it to yourself. It feels well, way better when you have someone else doing it to you. When you actually, do it to yourself, you cannot shut off the part of your brain that says, hey, I'm doing this to myself right now. But when yeah, somebody else is doing it to you, you can shut that part off and just lay back and enjoy it. I actually I had so much trouble I, with that in my teenage years. I actually was. OK, you took it. That's fine. Go ahead. I get it. What? <laughs> with hand massages? No, Connie. It does not feel as good when you do it to yourself as a bumper. No, it doesn't. The first I time I ever car. had a real hand massage at a salon, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the most amazing thing ever because yeah. somebody was giving it to me and I was just laying there enjoying it. I, I'm like Steve. When I, and then afterwards, I try, I'm trying to do it to myself right now. Yeah, it's not it the is same, not is working. It? No. I was trying to, I, I gave myself no. two, three hand massages a day close. when I was a teenager. <laughs> I know, and right? You did? Constantly, I did. Yeah. I did, oh, yeah. It was My parents were always like, why are your showers taking so long? Hand massages. Oh, because you were using a lot of ocean. I mean, not mm -hmm. ocean, yeah. lotion. Ocean. A lot of ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes. even know, but okay. okay. Was, Tomorrow yeah. is National Relaxation Day, and we're, here's how we were supposed to relax. Get a house plant, drink some green tea sweetened with honey, Give yeah. yourself a hand massage, which is lame. Yeah, that's bad. Um, yeah. Another suggestion is mow the lawn. I get that. Ooh. I get that. The when only good thing the about there, the only good thing about that is the smell of freshly cut grass. Oh, that's that the is only amazing. good thing about that. The only thing better happy. than the smell of freshly cut grass, in my opinion, is the uh, leaves burning or a fire pit, like the fire type stuff. Agreed. All those, I love yeah, that those smell. smells are both great. Oh. Mm hmm. And then the one that I sort of agree with that I think is less lame um, is eat a banana to relax tomorrow. Eat a banana, some citrus or dark chocolate because they all have potassium. Well, the potassium in bananas helps you regulate blood pressure and vitamin oh. C and citrus uh, can help with some of the effects if you have if you're stressed out. And 40 mm. grams of dark chocolate a day can reduce your levels of stress hormones. So mm. oh. plus those things are all yummy. So I have no problem with that one. But the other one's lame. lame yeah, the lame, hand massage one's pants. weird. That, that was a weird one. Yeah, I agree. Give yourself a hand massage. Yeah, we could all do it right now. Should we do it right now? Mm -hmm. Here you go. Mm. I am doing it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. 
Mm. I mean, it feels a little good. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, not but even I mean, anywhere close to somebody else giving you a hand, a uh, hand massage. Cause all no. you get to do then is just close your eyes and just feel the goodness. Hold on. I need more oh, lotion. Tension. <laughs> Ooh, you yeah. have lotion on there. Yeah. I was just, I always have lotion on there. I, I make gonna... my own with my sweat. Uh, it's so weird. That is just I remember the first time I met Steve, Very he gets loose. nervous. He's got the hydrosis thing or whatever that's called. Mm, Hyperhydrosis. Hyperhydrosis. Yeah. And he's got the, uh, somebody, by the way, texted in that you're in rare form for some weird reason, Connie. I don't understand why. I don't know uh, what you're talking about. But uh, I don't either. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway, and somebody said something like, "Give your could Connie give herself a hand massage while eating a banana and make a video? I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I could. I don't know why you would want to do that. I don't find that relaxing for anybody. I don't know. Maybe it's, is it relaxing to watch people eat bananas? I don't think so. They're smooshy. It'd be kind of hard giving yourself a massage too, because both your hands are in use. Whilst eating a banana, you'd have to eat the banana with no hands. Yeah, you'd you'd need a banana stand. I don't know if that's really (laughs) relaxing. Well, or like lay it down on the table and then you'd have to kneel <laughs> underneath it. Eat it sideways? Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Will you do that <laughs> today? And then Actually, that video is sounding funnier and funnier. Yeah. Can you do that, Con? We're going to post that online later. No, no, is I that, cannot. Is that a maybe? No, I, I think it's a maybe. I, I'll do it. it it's 16. I'm glad yeah. you're in a happy mood because I do want to ask you a question. It's not going to make you unhappy, but it, it's uh, definitely an interesting question. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Recently, and Steve, you can weigh in on this one as well. Uh, the website did a pop culture rivalries to see which side you fall on. Okay. So I have the answers. For example, American Idol versus The Voice. Which one would you prefer? Or X the Factor? Voice. The Voice. The Voice is leading with 47%. Steve? The Voice. The Voice, me too. Idol was 28%. X Factor was 25%. The show's not even around anymore. And it had 25%. You're welcome. Uh, let's go with this one. Uh, Marvel or DC? That's Connie's not going to care, probably. I can't answer. Steve? Uh, Marvel. 88% to 12%. Connie, are you ready for this one? This mm-hmm. is one of the ones that, that everybody's talking about right now. There okay. are two ladies from the 80s that were a huge rivalry. Everybody was like, who's better? Mariah Carey or Ma- Whitney? Yep. Mariah Madonna, Carey. Or Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Whitney. Yeah, 80s I think Whitney so as well. was way better. Ah, oh, 80s, yeah. yeah. End of Whitney, not as good. Yeah. Uh, 79%. Whitney easily won that one to 21%. Yeah. Ooh, we need to play Whitney today. Thank you for reminding okay. me. You're welcome. Uh, the Muppet Show or Sesame Street? Ooh, Sesame, Sesame Street. Uh, I'll have to go Muppets. I'm going Muppets as well. Connie's right though. Sesame Street, sixty-one to thirty-nine percent. Sixty-one to thirty-nine. But I never. I mean, I'm. A, I, I'm my generation. I grew up. That's. I. I watched Sesame Street. I didn't yeah. really watch the Muppets. Although, uh, one of my favorite dad stories. It was a couple years before he died, like maybe two, and Dan and I were there for Thanksgiving, and my friend whose wedding I was in last week, she was also there for Thanksgiving, and all my dad talked about all day. <laughs> was how he want he had to watch the Lady Gaga Muppet special that night because it was on, and we sat there and he watched that show, and my friend and I watched him watch that show, and it was yeah. one of the funniest things I've ever like how happy it made him. I'm like, a Dad, you like Lady Gaga? B, you like the Muppets? But somehow uh, awesome. all day long he was so excited for that show. 
So I'll probably never watch the Muppets again. I mean, I'll tell you right now, if I were, uh, however old I was, <laughs> if I was sitting at home with nothing to do, watching Lady You'd Gaga watch the, Muppets? the Muppets. Yeah. No, it I'd was be more cute. Lady Gaga. Lady it Gaga just announced actually that she's going to do the VMAs. So, uh, and she was actually going to do them. What does that mean? Perform. Oh, perform okay. at the VMAs. She was on this list too. Who do you like better, Lady Gaga or Madonna? Madonna. Okay. Uh, mm. I'm going to go Gaga. Yeah, I, I loved Madonna, but now it's, she ruins it for me. So if you go back in the day, that but here's my last one I want to do. You ready? Yeah. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, not in sync. Oh, that was the other one. I know. No kidding. Could have been New Kids on the Block. You don't know. That was a good guess. No, I don't know. You're going Backstreet Boys? I think I'm I'd going back to boys. Steve? I think I'll go in sync. I'm going in sync as well. Uh, you know what's so funny to me? Fish is four years difference from me. And yeah. what? 12 years difference from Steve. And you really do think like you're a child. I don't think like I'm a child that I like in sync more. I just, it's the Justin Timberlake thing. And no, it's because we met all the music. It's no, all it's... the music. Yes, you do. In <laughs> sync. Yes. It's yes, that yes, boosh yes. we met. Gaga. That Nick Carter. We met that Nick Carter uh, from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Connie and I met him in a hallway once and he was cutting what's was called a liner. Actually. You know, hey, this is Nick Carter. You're listening to Connie and Fish. I know you've heard the story before, Steve, but he was so bushy <laughs> and weird because well, we he was like, a kid. Hey, nice to meet kid. you, Nick. Uh, we enjoy your music. Thanks, guys, very much. Uh, we wonder if we get you to cut a liner. I would love to do that for you. We're like, okay, cool. Here, we're, he's like, you're recording? And we're like, three, two, one, record. Chia, what's up? It's the corner. You were like standing there. It would have been funny to see our reactions now. Like, oh, we God, just get yeah. a video of it because we were oh, like, yeah. mouths open going like this. And then we're like, we stop recording <laughs> like and we're shock. like, we're like, thanks Whoa. very much. And he's like, ah, no problem. Would you like to take a photo or are you good? Okay. Have like, a wonderful day. It was just so we're weird. Good. It was we're so good. weird. We're like, we'll pass. We're good. Hey, look, but day, it's boy. funny because those are really generational. Like I, I'm, they're just really generational. If when you say Gaga or Madonna, give me a break. Yeah. Madonna is straight up eighties, straight up eighties. Yeah. Back in the eighties, oh, yeah. she was amazing. She was Gaga, amazing back then. Mm, was was Vogue eighties or was that nineties? Gaga's 90s? fine. I like Gaga, but not like I like Madonna. What's that? Was Vogue eighties or nineties? Either late eighties or early nineties, because that was I popular Vogue. before I went back to school, and I went back to school in ninety one. So it was either eighty nine or ninety for Vogue. Yeah, I, I just I didn't like maybe ninety one. Madonna just kind of ruined it towards the end. After Vogue, it was just like downhill. Walk slowly, walking downhill, just like crazier after crazier after crazy. Just oof. And that movie, Dick Tracy. Here, <laughs> Nick Carter. That's all it needed. Good Lord. Like, seriously. If you ever want to watch a complete crap show movie, watch Warren Beatty and Madonna in the movie Dick Tracy. It's terrible. Why it's would somebody horrendous. want to watch a crap show? I don't know. Sometimes people yeah, want to watch a crap show. Yeah, I want to show. watch a crap show. Yeah, I'm Why? just saying. Seinfeld versus Friends, by the way, was on there as well. <laughs> All right. List. We have got the text question today coming up next. What was your favorite part of summer when you were a little kid? You can still weigh in now if you want to. It is time for the text question of the day. If you haven't weighed in yet, you can do so now. What was your favorite part of summer when you were a little kid? Let's jump right to the booty here. Uh, again, earlier, Steve was talking about bike riding and buying baseball cars with his friends. 
Connie, uh, mine was hanging out with friends at uh, the cottage. I almost said college. At the cottage, <laughs> you know, like the lake and the like, fun games and whatnot. Right. And uh, you actually, you were, at first you were the beach, then you were the boat, then you were camping. But all, all in all, it's anything involving lakes and you were good to go. Mm-hmm. Vacations at Lake Michigan or up north. Who knows? Every every lake up north and the lake I grew up on. So, love yeah, them. And, and you're not yep. alone when you say the word vacation. So, here we go. Right out of the gate. Uh, guys, well, what was your favorite part of the summer when you were little? So I remember the click of six set, our family vacations. My parents always made sure we went somewhere. And that's not easy, Connie and Fish, when you have six kids. Mm-hmm. Damn. No kidding. Uh, somebody else said, going to my grandparents, both sides were a walk two miles away. They uh, got along great. And if I walked to see the dad's parents, mom's parents were good and vice versa. How cool mm-hmm. is that? You get cool. that close. Uh, somebody else, uh, speaking of grandparents, spending a week or two with my grandparents. They have the most amazing backyard with koi ponds, and we would always go to the movie theater and see like four movies in one whole day. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connie Fish, every vacation was fishing in northern Minnesota. Oh, yeah. We rented a cabin there for a week, and we would fish every day there. Oh, God. The lakes are crystal clear. It's awesome. I wonder All how right. cold it is in the summer in northern Minnesota. Oh, it's bet you it's amazing. Uh, Grandparents Cottage Here's another one Summer Magic and Swimming in General I also enjoyed camping and going on trips With the Girl Scouts It's from a sister with a brain obviously Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody else said riding my bike Maybe Uh, I really can't can't recall I always had pretty much hated summer I'm a winter all day baby guy Oh (laughs) Hated summer as a kid Swimming in the pool somebody else said We're talking about the text question of the day con yeah, what is uh, what was your favorite part of summer when you were little? Straight up, no school and going camping. Somebody else said family vacations. Skipping ahead here, we'll go to uh, hard to say when it's always summertime in the Dominican Republic. That's a member of the Click of Six listening on the app right now that's from awesome. the Dominican Republic. That's um, that's awesome. I uh, hope everything's safe out there. Somebody else said playing. Play, I remember this too. Playing hide and seek in the neighborhood. Sometimes we would be out till midnight, and we were 8, 9, and 10. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, mm-hmm. love it. That starts off the top five-ish. What uh, was your I, favorite part of summer when you were a little kid? Guys, when I was a kid, we stayed in a campground all summer. I loved being able to swim all day wow. and sit around the fire late at night. It was yep. a wonderful way to spend those long, long summer days. That's awesome. Oh, it sounds amazing. Anything involving water, I was definitely a water babe. Lakes, ponds, rivers, playing with a slip and slides, sprinkler. You get me wet, I'm happy. Way to go. Uh, Let's go to, here we go. My favorite part of summer growing up was always my birthday. But unfortunately, that ended on my 13th birthday because my great grandma died the same day. Now I really don't enjoy my birthday because I'm always reminded of losing one of my favorite people ever. This year in particular. Guys, I'm going to be 23. It's the 10-year anniversary of her death. Sorry for your loss. Oh, I'm so sorry. That sucks. Actually, I made that number three in the top five. I thought that was kind of moving. So now we'll go to number two. Number okay. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, what I loved about summer as a kid was getting extra snacks and sometimes getting to eat them outside. <laughs> My parents kept things very structured during the school year, including snack times. So when summer would come around, Oh, yeah, I would get snacks pretty much any time I wanted. And it was the best because I like snacks. I uh, originally thought that was from you until 
they said my parents kept things structured during the no structure for me no 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 no. 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 captain crunch i had it all Mm -hmm. the time it was wonderful (laughs) that's why i have what they call a little bit of a weight issue because i got to eat what i wanted number one what was your favorite part of being little uh this one threw me it's a straight out sentence con and it straight out uh threw me Riding around our property on my stick horse. I don't know what that is. A stick horse? Isn't that like a... um, It's just a stick with a horse head head. Yeah, Charlotte has one of those, but it's a unicorn. And she rides it around. It's pretty funny. You just (laughs) put it between your legs and you just run around. You just run around and you gallop. You gallop. Uh You act Mm -hmm. like a horse. You've never seen that? Oh, I, okay. It's they talk about it in uh, Billy Madison, I think. Isn't it like? Doesn't Adam Sandler do that a lot in the movie? Like, oh, I'm going around on my stick horse here, blah, 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 blah. I, something I like that. I don't recall I don't, that. I, I think I uh, he's riding around riding the horse or something like I think that. You yeah. have a different and special movie with Adam Sandler riding a stick horse. No, I definitely do not have <laughs> a special Sandler movie with it. But that is the noise it makes, Connie. That is funny that you just made that noise. Yep, that was it. So there we go. I mean, it, it's that easy peasy. There you go with the uh, text question of the day. We'll post them all online. Mm-hmm. There was probably 40 to 50 more. We just didn't have time. <laughs> you know to what do I them. just remembered this is a weird random horse memory. I just remembered <laughs> that I, <laughs> I, when I was little, had kind of like Sandy the Meyer horse. Yeah. Kind of like that, but you didn't put money in it or anything. So it was just the plastic horse, but uh-huh. then it it was in like a like a stand. So it had. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking do about. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I just, I've it never had, like, thought about that. Thing. On it and you just bounce yes. up and down on it. Oh, and you bounce yeah, up and down. Thing. Do they still yeah. make those things? I don't think so. Uh, probably. I, who had one? I, I remember one of my relatives had one when I was a kid and I got real excited anytime I visited them because I would jump on that thing. You could get that thing going, man. Those springs never gave way. They don't always work, though. My friend Jonathan Ross had one of those. And when I was about five, I was, oh, I was a little bit go. of a heavier kid Shut and up. I got on it and it just dragged. <laughs> So it was just <laughs> spank, yeah. and I broke the springs, and it was a whole thing. My parents were just horsing around. Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah. Hey, down. hey, I was just thinking about something funny, real quick, Connie. Just real yeah. quick. You were mm-hmm. playing Taylor Swift's song. I knew you were trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Then she had that one. Uh, the uh, um, look what you made me do, right? Uh-huh. Yes. And now she has this new one where she wants to cut your skin off and wear you like a cardigan. And I'm wondering <laughs> if you combined them all. I knew you were trouble. Look what you made me do. I cut you off. Uh, I cut your skin off and wore you like a cardigan. I'm just saying there's messages there. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, all right. We're going to get to the dance party in just a couple minutes. I have a quick would you rather for you, though. Okay. Okay. See if you guys see how you guys weigh in. Oh boy. Um, would you rather? Would you rather live a long, tough life or a short, comfortable one? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay, so <laughs> right. a short, comfortable life or long, or a long live long and prosper. Live long but and a prosper. long, <laughs> tough life. So let's say you live, um, if you live a short, comfortable one, mm, you're kicking it by 40. If you live a long, tough one, you're living till 90. 
but which you're one growing would you and you're learning from the the hardness of your life. But it never. But but it doesn't matter because it's tough the whole time. Yeah, that's tough the whole time. You may learn, but now you're making new mistakes every every time you learn something. You know, you move on to the next new mistake. So, would you rather live a long, tough life till you're 90, or a short, comfortable one till you're about 35? Now, or 40, even 40, let's say. Bef- 40, we'll give the number 40. Okay, before we answer, I want you to listen to Steve get his nerd laugh on. Here we go. Live long and prosper. That's right. Steve's nerd laugh. <laughs> Star Trek. You already played that. I know. I wanted to play it again because I knew he liked it. <laughs> listen to him. Okay. You hear him? The funny yes. thing is I, I know because like, I've never heard you play that before, and I know it's sitting on your little machine or whatever. So you've been waiting for probably years to find a good yep. time. For this one that. moment. Don't get it. <laughs> I have a bunch of those, but that one, yes, you are correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. So, would you rather, and click a six, weigh in. You can, you know, shoot a text. You can call. You can email. Email at connieandfish.com. Would you rather live a long, tough life till you're 90 or a short, comfortable one till you're 40? Steve? I'm going to have to go a long, tough one, and that's only because of my kids, just so that they can have me around. And I get to say on the deathbed, man, my life's been rough, but I did it all for you girls. Oh, my Aww. God. Oh, <laughs> you. And then they'll be like, oh, my dad was so great. And He's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Would you rather live a long, tough life or a short, comfortable one, Fish? I got to go long, tough. I'm going to go long, tough, then short, comfortable. I, 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 that was a tough one. When you put 40 on there is what killed it for me. And I think 40 is a fair number for the short, easy life. Yeah. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go a long, hard life. I'm going to go a long, hard life. What about you? Short. I'm going short, short comfy. Yep. Don't want uh, the no Would short, you rather is, life. would you live a long, tough life till about 90? Uh, would you rather live a long, tough life till about 90 or a short, comfortable one till about 40? I'm going short. You're going short, short. I'm life. all about quality i get Not it quantity quantity yeah yep. i'm gonna go yeah I'm going and i know that means tough. i would be gone by now and i don't care because i would have had an amazing time hamburger it would have been a hell of a party along the way right and it was yeah it was i've had a good time yeah, so i'd be okay it. would you rather live a long tough life or a short comfortable one it's interesting because men were more likely, this was an actual survey that was done, men were, were more likely to pick a long, hard life over uh, a short, yeah. easy one, and women were more likely to pick a short, easy one over a long, hard one. So we uh, all answered exactly how the majority answered. Of men. I find that fascinating because we're yeah. so tough. That's right. We're tough men, and we want to, you know, <laughs> big, scary, tough men and live long uh, and prosper. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I like. So you have to pick on. one of those. Okay, so uh, via the app here right now, we're getting uh, uh, another brother in pain. Long and tough life right there. Yeah. He's going, yep, now he's living long and prospering. Get it? Again, Star Trek. Yeah, we get it. Yes, okay. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> uh, somebody else, a sister with a brain said, nope, short all night long. I'm with Connie. Yeah, that's via the that's app. It's funny. a free download in your app store. This is fascinating. We are seeing. Now I'm curious to see if you break the mold. And don't just break the mold and go the opposite way with your gender right. via this because you want to be cool. Be honest. Long, yeah, be honest. Short. Would you rather live a long, tough life till about 90 years of age or so, or a short, comfortable one till about 40 years of age? According to this survey, men were way more likely to pick the long, hard one before the short, easy one. And women were way more likely to pick the short, easy one. 
Uh, so we got a couple. Mm. Uh, oh, and I'm sorry. The one that said long, tough life. I thought you were a man. You're a woman. Sorry. I was via text. <laughs> I got confused. Uh, I get confused easy. It's okay. Uh, there's another sister with a brain said long, tough life. Staying around for kids and grandkids would be awesome. I'm not materialistic at all. So it'd be worth it. Okay. Okay. Uh, what does materialism else? have to do with anything? No that. idea. Uh, yeah. sister with a brain said long, hard one. Another one said short, big time. What does yeah. that mean? So do you think she's short. voice texting? Just short. short no, like just, short all night. Yeah. What? Yeah. Big all right. time. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're listening on the app, if you were listening right now, live versus the app, you're probably just hearing the beginning of this conversation. But Connie's doing a would you rather right now. Yeah. Right. And it's because uh, <laughs> there's a, like a 75 minute delay. Uh, would you rather gonna... live a long, tough life till about the age of 90 or a short, comfortable one till about the age of 40? You know, I watched my grandmother. She, my dad's mom lived until she was three months away from being a hundred. And at that point in her life, every person other than her children, every person she knew and loved in life was dead. Every uh, family yeah. member, her family, her parents, her everybody, except for her immediate children. She was able to live to almost a hundred and be able to see all her children alive. So that's good. But every other person she knew, every friend she had, everybody, that sounds awful to me. That does not sound to me, fun. Personally, personally, that sounds awful. So uh, two questions. Here we go. One of them said, I choose a long life. Even when it's good, you're going to think it's tough. It's not. Why it's not tough the whole full... time. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> why not live a full life? Be able to you're spend struggling. it with your family and friends. Sister with a brain. Man, um, diehard member of the click of six people that listens. Uh, actually yeah. asked you a question, Connie. Okay. Connie, would you really be okay leaving Dan to live the rest of his life without you? If you followed it statistically, that Dan would choose the long one. Yes. You're fine with that because you lived a great yes. time. You had a good time with Dan along the way. Yes. Hamburger. I get yes. it. Yes. I would be okay. Uh, he can, he can find somebody else to have his tough life with. Yeah. Suck it up, Dan. <laughs> Take that, you son of a bee. Good Lord. Yeah. Yep. Bye, baby. We were talking about uh, would you rather... And it's interesting about how this would you rather fell out because this was a, this was an actual survey that was done by a company. Yeah. Um, and they the question was, would you rather live a long, tough life to about 90 or so or a short, comfortable one to about 40? Yeah, and in the survey that was done, uh, the majority of men picked long, hard life and the majority of women picked a short life, comfortable one. And now, that's how we fell on the show, too. We on the show felt perfect within the survey, but members of the Click of yeah. Six now are just trying to argue. They're just trying to mess with everybody. Now they're mm. trying to throw the survey off. Sister with a brain said, long, tough life. And then went on to say, and with some laugh faces, for sure 2020 is proof that I can take it, so I'm ready. <laughs> Hamburger, right? Uh, somebody else said, uh, I would watch, I would watch, sister with a brain said, I'd want a short, comfortable life all night long. Okay. And another sister with a brain said, Guys, my hubby wants a short and comfortable life because he's already seen the rough. I would say long and hard because nothing is e ever easy. And I want to be here for a long time because I'm nosy and I want to be here for others. And then <laughs> finally, this is this this breakdown of your uh, would you rather that you asked is, is perfect, I think. Long, tough life men. or a short, comfy one. Yeah. Well, Connie, let me explain it to you. <laughs> men want to live longer because it's ingrained in their DNA. Live longer to pro. <laughs> they want to live longer to procreate more. They want to leave a legacy, etc. 
Women can only bear kids to a certain age. So they aren't aren't instinctively driven to live forever. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong. No. You know, you think about it. If something happened to me right now and I died, Dan could find somebody and live a full, total other life where he has kids and he could have five kids. And he would have never expected that to happen, but that could be the second part of his life. You know what I mean? Dan's only 42 years old, you know? He could totally do that. Oh, totally. There's many, many, many people. Actually, I was at the dentist yesterday, and my uh, the woman that was uh, scratching at my teeth, her dad had her when he was 42. Yeah. So there you go. It's that simple. That's how my brother was when he had, um, we got married at 40, and then I think they had kid kids, so 41 and 42 or 42 and... 44 something like that yeah so well just remember little lady you know men want to live longer because it's in our dna that's right sweet lady go Uh, ahead i like that you gave him that voice that's pretty fun i just watched uh what's it called hustlers the other night her movie from last year i haven't seen it yet alicia did i think but i i try to choose movies to watch with dan okay that i think would keep dan interested (laughs) good call thank you and i uh and i record a lot of movies so we can watch them when it's convenient for us so in my dvr it's everything from i mean just name a type of movie there's all kinds of movies in there um some from you know 80s like breakfast club and 16 candles and pretty in pink i just finished that one watch that again oh those great movies probably the hundredth time um but then, you know, then I have shoot 'em up bang bang movies because he likes those kind of movies. You know, so all Bad kinds of boys, stuff. things yes, like that. Yes. Yeah. So the other night, because I'm the one who goes through and like checks all the movie channels and, you know, records stuff. So I try and find something for him to watch. And that movie, Hustlers, uh, Jennifer Lopez, it's based on a true story, by the way. Oh, is it? She yeah. She's oh. a she's a stripper yeah. and she's in the club and she's kind of like the head stripper. Oh, like in the chief club? of all strippers. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and they take these men that they, well, I don't want to give away the whole movie, but they take these men for millions. Oh, I'll bet. It's I'll bet. I rem- crazy. I remember the first time I went into a strip club. It was not uh, pretty. Yeah. I thought she really liked me. It was oh, awkward. but no, this is a business. This is a business oh. that, oh yeah. Yeah. You got to watch. So Dan fell asleep during it. And her body is amazing. Jennifer Lopez is just stunning. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's rock solid. I mean, she works yep. really hard on it. I know she has dietitians and blah, 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 blippity bloop. But yeah, I mean, it's she her job. She looks amazing. Yeah. Her body's her job, and she does a great job yeah. on her job. She does. Yeah. Wow. She does. But Hustlers, that was interesting. And I was even more interested to watch it once I knew, because said right at the beginning, this is based on a true story. It was fascinating. <laughs> I love that when you were talking about it just then and you said butt hustlers, because I'm like, wait, is that the sequel? Yeah. <laughs> Might as well be called that. Coming Might to a theater well near be. you. Butt hustlers. <laughs> Speaking oh. of movies and um, 80s, I have Breakfast Club and 16 Candles in my DVR right now as well. And if you remember Anthony Michael Hall, he always played the dork. Yeah, every time. In those movies I'm, back in the day. He looks totally different now. Totally until different. he was he was the dork until he came out with a movie called Johnny Be Good, where he played a football player. And he was ripped all of a sudden. It was and weird. And he's still ripped. I mean, oh, well, yeah. I don't know if he's ripped, but he's a big guy now. Big old you know? Anthony Michael Hall. Didn't he get in trouble like just this week or something? Wasn't he doing something He like lost again? it. He was in a pool um, in Austin, Texas. It's a hotel pool. Okay. And he was blasting music. 
he had a he had a uh, a boombox, of course, and he was <laughs> blasting music and he was drinking something. Everybody's like, he was drunk. He was drinking something from a jug, but they don't know what oh, it was. God. And apparently, he's being really <laughs> rude and obnoxious, which you never hear of him ever doing this. So someone asked, and people were there with their kids and stuff. So somebody asked him to tone it down, and apparently, he went ballistic, yelling oh, and swearing, and he was flipping everybody off. And there was a woman who was filming him and he was trying to splash her to like ruin her phone. And he kept calling her. Okay. Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. Oh, Rosie God. O'Donnell. Oh my God. <laughs> he was on moonshine. I'll bet money. It was moonshine. in so? that jug. I'll bet money. It was moonshine. He's in Texas. He's probably got a buddy that's brought a jug of something special to his hotel. They're swimming. And he probably <laughs> actually thought the woman was Rosie O'Donnell. So now does everybody hate Anthony Michael Hall now? Is that the game? Well, it's, it went viral, so now he's apologizing. It was a misunderstanding. I'm deeply sorry for my words and actions and ask for forgiveness for anyone who I may have offended. That's what he Boom. Said. Now, do you forgive him at that point when he says that if he was drunk and stupid and he says, I'm sorry, I really am done? Yes. Yeah, he didn't quit it, right? Move on. I mean, the chick who he was calling Rosie O'Donnell, she may not forget it, forgive him. Maybe. Little, little known Might fact take a little about longer. It. Yeah, she may be a little bit bothered. And Rosie O'Donnell might be bothered, too. But uh, a little uh, fact about Anthony Michael Hall that you may not or no, may may know or may not know mm. uh, that he probably is apologizing right away because he is up for the sequel of Hustlers, but Hustlers. Uh, I think he's going to play a bouncer <laughs> <laughs> for Bud Hustlers. So you don't want to ruin that gig. That's actually not that? true. Uh, I got the weirdest thing, and I don't know if you had a chance to check your work email, but during that song, I just checked my work email. We got an email from our boss. Okay. Uh, and uh, it involves Steve. So Uh-oh. you ready I've not for it? had a chance. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It says, uh, Connie and Fish, as you know, I really don't listen to your show. I have better things to do with my time. However, it's kind of hurtful, but that's, you know. Uh, and then he puts up a list, like, like scrape article off my boat, hang out with girlfriend. Like, you see, I don't need the list, bro. But anyway. <laughs> I got an email from Steve looking for approval on three different songs for the dance party next week. Oh. Again, please oh, note, I don't listen to your show. Have you changed the concept of the dance party? And I have all three songs. So would you like to hear what Steve wants next week to make yes. things more? Yeah, he's going to isn't he? Oh, boy. Yes. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> That's oh. one of them. Yeah, oh, righteous goody. brothers. Perfect. Slow dancing yeah. is dancing, guys. I don't know. I've, I've keep telling not you. Not on but, the Connie yeah. and Fish dance party. It's not. Uh, we don't slow dance up in here. Uh, and here's one that's newer music. <laughs> I mean, I do love this song. I'm not gonna lie, but it's slow. It's you and me. What a great song. Yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, uh, Steve apparently wanted to just really break it down a little bit. Here's the third one Steve wanted for next week on the dance party as a suggested okay. fish pick, apparently, because okay. I've been slacking. And again, I'd like to note our boss said, again, don't listen to the show, but what is fish doing with his fish picks? Steve is obviously complaining. <laughs> I mean, it would be the end of the show. So uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's the <laughs> end of the show. Like, if you can think of sense. Better yeah. end cap on the show. I'd like to hear it. I mean, I do like boys to men, Steve. I, I, so I, do I. I. Choose that one. Maybe I Mozart almost Philly. think anything, any one of those would be better than Mandy Moore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you shut your mouth about that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, look at him. I'm still going to find I'm going to find a remix just to show you up. It's going to be a, the hottest you know. banger that you've ever heard. You know what? My friend, <laughs> That's what the kids are saying now, right? Banger. We like bangers. We like bangers. <laughs> bangers and mash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, my friend. If you tell the woman over there to shut her mouth, she will clock you in face, head, and neck. I said okay. shush, not shut. I, I said, <laughs> it's a nice way of saying it. It's all oh, about wait, how you on. say it. Yes. Uh-huh. Here's Steve's favorite part. I mean, it's my favorite part, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it, song. Steve. Yeah, go. Way to go. <laughs> we might be having the baby next week during the dance party, and this would be a perfect song for that. <laughs> I, I could serenade my wife <laughs> as she's pushing. <laughs> How? Oh, my gosh. How annoyed would she be if you had the dance party on while she oh, was in there? Great. Oh. That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, oh, it'd be awesome. She'd be so mad. And I'll be live streaming it to our Facebook page. Uh, <laughs> I actually would be proud of you. So and would throw you. I would throw you a couple of bucks for that. I'm not going to I think lie. I'd be divorced after that. You're going to pay him to do that? What the heck? What is wrong with you? I would love that. That would be I'll great just FaceTime you directly, media. Fish. Because <laughs> that's not weird. He did right. that last time, and he did it from an up angle, and it was really awkward and slimy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. All right. On that note, that. it's time for us to go. Christine's got to get in here. Yeah. She gets very persnickety when we don't get out of here. In time. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Connie All right. Have a good weekend. Oh. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Oh. Hurry right, up, guys. Right. I'm doing my mascara down, as we speak. Get uh. out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Vic show all up in your face. Radio. Your Check boy? out the Who's dynamic duo. Good Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me love you, Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 